0: Ladies and
1: gentlemen, boys and girls out there in the world, what's
0: happening? We back. I've been cranking out these
1: episodes, y'all need to catch up, shit. I got another one we cooking up. Special guest today. April
0: Fresh Ego, slam you on your neck like Bruno San Martino. Welcome home, Tito, and proud of Sipopino. I'll shoot shot, five in a row. I know y'all want to
1: know, I know y'all know who it is. I know, I know, I know, Beggle Music taste. Shout out to Griselda, Westside Gun. But y'all want to know particularly, what tune is this? I understand. Hit me up at Monkey D. Trevanti to find out. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. Audio Dope. We have a special guest today. Another special guest today. And I'm about to introduce him right about now because he's like, nigga, if you don't come on, (laughs) I got bricks to lay, things to do. (laughs)
0: Who's that Pokemon?
1: Ladies and gents, I present to you today my brother, Gene. What's happening?
2: Hey, what's happening, Trevante? Can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? Crystal. Awesome. Thank you for having me on your podcast, brother.
1: Hey, man. It's just an honor and a privilege to just be great to your presence on a uh, Sunday afternoon. You could have been doing a billion other things. You decided to take <laughs> some time out for little old me, <laughs> and for that, I thank you.
2: Oh, man. Nah, dude. You know, it's always it's always, it's a mutual thing, brother, you know. You doing your thing, and uh, you got a billion things also. So I'm just glad that the uh, you know the, the stars aligned. We could we could get a chance to chat because I know we've been wanting to do this for a while.
1: Yep, it's been a minute. Shout out to Fido, or yeah, right, <laughs> or Yeller. What's yeah, his or it. her name?
2: So uh, there's two of them. That's that's Sephiroth. Uh, a... oh, yeah, Sephiroth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you have to you have to go bring it back to. Final Fantasy and FF7? uh yeah yeah so uh he, it's a German Shepherd so we got two of them family guests have two uh German Shepherds so
1: yeah man so what's going, what going on the boys, bro I'm just doing what I love to do when I want to do it as often as I can do it as much as I want to do it when I set out to do it because <laughs> it ain't nothing to it but to do it
2: <laughs> but do it to do it bro you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotta lay them bricks, you know. <laughs> same
1: with you gotta lay them bricks, but you can't think about the building. No. You gotta think about the brick. The same brick. You can't think about the house, you gotta think about the foundation. But you can't just think about the foundation, you gotta think about the brick. And laying Absolutely. every brick as perfectly as you can possibly lay it. And then eventually you look up and you're like, fuck, I got a wall, fuck I got a house. Shit, I got a kingdom. Shit, that's this is a palace. That's crazy. That shout out to Will Smith, actually. Um, he had gotten something out of the book he read, The Alchemist. By, oh, yeah, yeah. By Paulo Coelho. And uh, it was a similar kind of concept. But he, in particular, he had gotten that kind of lesson in life when he grew up in uh, West Philly. I think it was his uncle who had, uh, you know... He was like, man, I got to build, I got to help you build a whole house or a wall. He's like, no, 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 not at all. Not at all, fam. A brick. One brick at a time. That's awesome. I just, years ago, man, attributed that to just life. And the process, and the process like that focus, instead of just like the house. Yeah, that does seem insurmountable. That does seem damn near impossible. Laborious, hard as fuck to do. But laying that brick, <laughs> nah, it's not so bad.
2: It takes, yeah, dude.
1: You know, it takes some meticulousness. But hey, we're here, and we're
2: yeah, here. no, There's I agree doing. with you. I agree with you, man, a hundred percent. It's like, um, you know, I, again, it's 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 cool that you know, uh, in life, you you kind of hear those certain you certain you hear certain messages and and certain pieces of wisdom kind of regurgitated. You know and you don't the first time you hear it you know usually you are young, so you don't really n- realize it you don't like it just sounds like noisy or it sounds like somebody lecturing you or it sounds like some someone criticizing you but it's it's actually a piece of wisdom that the universe is is trying to thread into your into your being into your fabric you know and uh sometimes it takes a while to to really grasp onto that you know and uh it's it's again it's interesting that, like you say it does take a brick. Um, to, to you, it takes you knowing the brick and understanding the brick to even build the wall, which, like you said, it, it leads to, you know, the, the castle and it leads to the, to the kingdom and, you know, and everything else. Um, it's, uh, let me, I don't know, I can, I, I might be a little rusty on this uh, historic fact, but it's like with the Romans, right? The Romans, uh, what really set them apart was I think that they had a special way to either make brick or cement. Mm. And so because they were able to, you know, construct or they not construct, but they were able to create this, um, this mix to create cement or brick. I think I, I can't remember, but anyway, you've seen what they've done, obviously with, with that. I mean, they, you know, they are the ones who really introduced wide, um, uh, widespread roads, you know, for travel. They, you look at their their buildings and the structures a lot of it has to do with their ability to make bricks and you know and it from that. and then it's crazy because you know people don't realize like um you know so for example like london right or not london the uk mm-hmm. so when the romans went over to the uk uk was mostly like there were no stone structures really like you know we see all these massive uh, immaculate stone structures and 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 the uk nowadays But beforehand, they actually had. I'm not saying they didn't have stone structures. No, don't. I don't mean to say that. But like Roman styled architecture,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know. So it was. um, They they actually, if you if you go back and you you look and you research, like they had um, stuff that was very similar to huts, you know. Um, But they used whatever brick they had, and the reason they did that was because of the cold. Mm. It wasn't because you know you can't. I mean like. Oh, their
1: climate's um, trash. Yeah, at all times.
2: Yeah, so it's like you know exactly because
1: from there hate there.
2: They they want to leave there, you know, on the first plane. To be
1: there, but it's the place. <laughs> That's where they were born.
2: Yeah, it's right. Hard to get away from it. <laughs> it's just like you got to take three planes to get away, even you know. So yeah, it's
1: quite a few planes. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's not like it's super dope when you go east of there. Or yeah. south <laughs> east of there, it, it ain't super dope. So nah, so dude. It, it, it's cold. not the greatest if you go super south. It's not. Super, no. It's it's the three plane minimum. It's the three plane minimum. To you gotta go from where they came <laughs> from? Yeah, because they want there, but with sun, so that's here. And yeah, so, exactly. So yeah, yeah. That's why they came to California. Man, they have got a so many society, and they're like, nigga, America's the most unsafe. Like it's the best, most unsafe, you know, place to be. So let's go and let's take pictures <laughs> there because it is sun a thing. and we need vitamin D. I've
0: we never need had vitamin, vitamin D. D.
1: I've never had it. <laughs> we never had sun. I've never had vitamin we never D. Had it tea. We didn't need it. Yeah. We didn't need until, but we like it now. Well, we needed we it. Taste. We didn't know we didn't. I mean, we didn't <laughs> need it until we got it. We was like, fuck. <laughs> I've always had a whole vitamin I was missing my whole life.
2: a <laughs> whole <laughs> Foggy London town. Like when I picked up my Flintstone pack, <laughs> Your, that one was just, it was just missing. I just didn't have that one in the pack. It was just, it was just I got A, I got B, I when, got
1: C. When John, when John Logan was location scouting for like, Henny Dreadful, he's like, you know what? England. <laughs> all of it. We'll just shoot there. It's small. It's all the same. It's all the same kind of place. It's Everything all foggy. It's all... it's all foggy all the time. <laughs> it's just night. It's just night. It's just, life is sepia. No, life is grayscale. Life is grayscale. It it's gray, over there. It's monotone. Yeah. All day. Life is just grayscale all day.
2: <laughs> oh man, that's why it's dry humor, I guess, instead of just humor they you know, they, yeah. they made the, It's a dry so ass, ass it's place dry. to be. Dry <laughs> ass fish.
1: Dry ass fish and chips. It's a season it, it's like it's a, it's a seasonless place. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's hilarious. They came here for all of the barbecue, all of the marinade. <laughs> you know they
2: did. You know they did. I mean, that was...
1: they like was, Indian you know, food there. But that's Indian food. That's it. But it has the spi- It brought the spices from the three so, Plains yeah, over. They had to import all that shit. <laughs> three so, planes so over. Think about, the res- think about the result. Like, think about the shit that the heathens <laughs> that left that joint came to formulate America, what they was on. Spices, seasonings, other niggas' spices and seasonings, not their own. They were like, so they just imported... Thai food, Chinese food, Mexican food. Come on,
2: three planes over. Yeah, if it's, it's a three plane minimum, if it's not from three planes away, I don't want it.
1: Vanilla people, so they were like, <laughs> "We need to import people." Okay, so <laughs> whenever drafting this whole thing, it was just to be the opposite, hopefully, of what the fuck they was coming from.
2: Well, yeah, it was, it was a, it's a crazy situation, and the funny thing is, and now we have you this. know, uh, yeah, and you know, I honestly. um I do want to live in the UK. That's the weird thing. It's just like you're a weird guy. I guess. <laughs>
1: I'm a weird yeah, guy. I just, <laughs> <laughs> we want weird things. I don't yeah. want to be in the UK, but <laughs> I understand why you might. <laughs> you know,
2: I, I think I've, I've I've gotten too much of the vitamin D living in Cali my whole life, so it's just like <laughs> I think I've I have a reserve. Hell no.
1: Nah. So- <laughs> right. So you have experienced weather, so that appeals to you. Yeah. So I agree yeah. With not like that culture. All of the shit. Oh, floods! Uh, residuals of a hurricane, tropical depressions, tropical storms. Uh, this is in Kentucky. Just yet that made it that far. Tornadoes for sure. <laughs> M- yes, murderous, murderous clouds. Yeah, they had it out for you guys out there. Yeah, but we had a built-in uh, rain app. You know how a nigga got to use the rain app. I have a rain app. <laughs> to, yeah, you know, right to just have the proper kind of. Formulation for maximum sleep, dopeness <laughs> I have that in, on my phone as an app. That's what I got to do now. That's what I got to do in Los Angeles, California. He's got to invent his atmosphere so that he can properly rest. White noise. And so, but back home, nah, that shit was pitter pattering your roof. So, thin yeah, that. yeah. So dope.
2: It, no, I agree. You know, it's so funny because there's a, uh, when, I, when I try to work, uh, there, you so you know the it's it's the, the YouTube streaming uh, it's called lofi study music or
1: something like that. Oh, uh, lofi, yeah.
2: Lofi, yeah. So there's a rain a version of that with the music.
1: I'm on. You know, the lofi.
2: Yo, dude, I got I got to listen to on it. On
1: YouTube, like it's just a <laughs> subtle animation because you're an anime, yeah.
2: Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love it. It's a
1: super subtle animation loop where they just play infinite. Infinite relaxation tunes, and I'm like, man, this is just yeah, yeah. Like, you're literally staring at the screen, like, <laughs> it, it, like, it, like if you're high enough, you like you're just staring at the screen, watching that motherfucker study, but it's a cartoon <laughs> <Yeah>. that
2: doesn't <laughs> like, do a lot. Minimal animation, yeah. just enough to get you to you know,
1: just enough to make it seem like yeah, life's happening where they're at. Yeah, and you know, and that's <laughs> and they and they only animate certain things, so you'll see, oh, that person across the street. In their house, their lights flickering on and off. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. It
2: is. It's the, the subtleest It's like that perfect combination of like, hey, we don't want to distract you because we know you're busy and you're doing your thing, but at the same time, we do want to let you know that we are fucking active over here. So,
1: we're just, fucking active over here. We're
2: fucking active we're fucking over active. here. So,
1: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> like they might yeah. readjust the headphones. Yeah, go ahead. Go ever on. so slightly. No, not me. I'm just saying, like them. Like they'll be like. Them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just jamming out, and then they're like, mm, got a little tight just around the ears. Yeah. Maybe I should have gotten a bigger set. I was, <laughs> I was thinking about the Brayer Dynamics. <laughs> Give me some bows. The Audio Technica uh, MS30s—they're kind of tight around the ears. They say they're over the ear headphones, but these are just straight up on the ear headphones, and I have big no. ears, so this kind of hurts. This is just me filling in all the blanks. <laughs>
2: I love it you know you gotta have backstory to it it's an yeah. exposition you gotta have exposition for it,
1: it happens, like... man. We're it's story. We're
2: exactly exactly <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my God. yeah man no i've uh yeah, uh just anime man that's that's like half the life you know
1: um anime you know hell
2: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah what man bro i'm
1: uh, watching right now
2: right now um I'm on, I'm just watching three right now. Cause a couple, I guess the, the, the season, what was that? The summer season kind of just ended. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Uh, still on fire force, uh, so
1: fire force, which is with the firefighters.
2: Yeah. The, force. the, uh, they're fighting like freaking like these, it's a really interesting concept. They're fighting like demons and, and it has something to do with like soul, uh, which is like sun. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's crazy so yeah go ahead draft
1: meets demon slayer yeah
2: right oh demon slayer that's on another level too oh boy. god oh my um yeah i can't wait till that comes back that's that's sick it's is it? what back? is up uh, yeah oh for sure it's coming oh, back that because okay. the uh the manga you know it's the, the I, I read the manga oh, so okay. so it continues in the manga so um if they're smart they'll bring it back uh mm-hmm but it's what it was the there's one just started called uh, akuma drive that shit is like blade runner meets uh seven samurai fucking out of this world bro really the visuals are out of this fucking world what's it called? like uh akuma drive akuma or driven drive. i think it's kuma drive yeah it's bro let me tell you uh this isn't even based on a manga they these dudes just got the I think they they may have come from the gaming industry out in, in Tokyo and or Japan and so mm-hmm. they were like let's just make a fucking uh anime. They, so they did um and yeah, it, you just got to watch. it. I'm not going to tell you thing, just watch it. Uh it's fucking bananas. It's it's graphics is crazy,
1: bro. You know what? I overheard you. I didn't overhear like you were saying this shit to me uh on my show. No. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I overheard like you talking to some other nigga. Elsewhere.
2: <laughs> well, they, well, yeah, I heard that on the, on the you know, on, on the Turnaround. With, uh, what it what, the what we said again? Podcast, I
1: mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you said soul, and you said it means sun, which it does in Spanish. That's interesting. What I find to be more and more interesting are even the cultural influences of the Japanese. It just comes through their anime. Because what they yeah. do in their anime is they tell you exactly what they're on. <laughs> like, they tell you what their zeitgeist is or whatever it might be yeah Um, yeah for instance like sometimes you realize when watching an anime that they aren't some people get loaded to the uh, thought that they're japanese now a lot of them they are and the culture everything is japanese the characters are anime style that's the style yeah but the people and some of these animes are regular people like japanese are but they're not necessarily japanese yeah. No, absolutely. Like in Death Note, they weren't all Japanese people, but they all, no. all looked the same because it was the same art style.
2: Exactly. And you know, that's so that you bring up a really interesting uh topic because me and my brother talk about it uh a lot and uh he's a bigger anime fan than I am. All my brothers or my two brothers are anime fans. But so like you said, because our so okay, so just uh, I'm gonna go off on a slight tangent, right? All the so, you want, bro.
1: Like this, is the I'm vibe. going.
2: Uh, so I went back to school, right? So I'm going back to school because now I'm trying to get a psychology degree. Okay. Um, I went to, for film before, but now it's like you know, to be a better storyteller, blah blah blah. Let me let me understand story even more as more as much as I can. Um, so and I'm also taking literature, like you know, world literature and blah 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 blah. And it's really interesting because we we look at anime and manga as a pop thing right mm. so it's a pop culture thing to us but in actuality this shit is fucking like modern this is this is literally modern day literature yes and you know what i mean so it's like this is at least in my opinion obviously i'm not a fucking expert in no special but just just from looking at similarities between movements you know, um, because you look at a lot of American shit, right? You look at all this fucking American literature, and it's all the same shit. It's just like, you know, um, I think the last big thing we had was like the cyberpunk fucking post-apocalyptic dystopian kind of movement, you know, like the, uh, the uh, what do you call that?
1: Uh, yeah, like the book of Eli, I Am Legend. Cause yeah, that, War of the World. exactly. Because that shit came after that streak that they were on with the disaster shit exactly so essentially probably what would happen after any fucking disaster of that magnitude or cataclysm would be the dystopian part
2: absolutely right so a lot of anime so anime or manga and that because I guess they're one of they're either one of the same or derivative one another but anime when it really started to take off in the 80s kind of picked up that ball and ran the fuck out of out of the stadium with it you know, and so now you look at so many of these different animes and how they've influenced uh, films of today.
1: Forrest Gump did the same shit.
2: Oh, man, that's the best movie ever. In my opinion, that's the best movie of all time.
1: He ran straight up out, out of the fucking game. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right through the tunnel. That nigga went home <laughs> with that ball. <laughs> he wasn't coming back, yo. <laughs> he was not going to return. Over oh, man. <laughs> Yo, that...
2: <laughs> bro. bro, bro, that is crazy. Oh man, was, again that you know? I, I love that movie again. Is I think the fucking most amazing movie
1: ever made. Zeme- Just Roger Zemeckis. Robert yeah, Robert, Roberto Zemeckis. I don't know. White <laughs> guy Zemeckis. White guy Zemeckis. <laughs> White guy Zemeckis. <laughs> Stanley Zemeckis. It doesn't matter. Oh. His last name was Zemeckis. It's, it's Zemeckis. Right. We know no Z- other Zemecki. guy <laughs> Zemeckis sounds more fun to say. Z- Zemeckai. No more Zemeckis <laughs> <laughs> making movies.
2: It sounds like a like a kaiju and
1: fucking godzilla <laughs> <All laughs> Mothra versus reverses zemeckis <laughs> Z- zemeckis zemeckis it's like a, it's oh. like a swordsman it's like a swordsman but built like a pegasus zoro was pegasus he was zemeckis oh my god that's a dumbass visual I'm sorry. But I'm it is here. a visual. But it is a visual. I'm just telling stories, y'all. So sue me. This is what it looks like. Now you're thinking about Home Star, Strong Bad. Think of Trogdor. That was a dumb creation, but I'm talking about it now, and I'm 33 years old. It's stuck.
2: Oh my god, man. That's all hilarious.
1: Serving oh, back to the cyberpunk.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh
2: yeah, yeah. So you know, I mean, I fucking I like you know uh, the the uh, the Gibsons, you know the Willing Gibsons, and then you got the uh, Philip K. Dick, obviously. And um, I, I wouldn't, uh, Isaac is more sci-fi shit. But but anyway, oh. with those two guys,
1: Isaac Asimov. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a weirdo reading those books when I was in elementary school. Nah, dude, you weren't weird. you were a fucking genius. What kind of kid <laughs> was reading these? Because they had the weird, spacey um, art. Cover art, yeah, yeah. It always stopped me. This is back in Dewey Decimal days, y'all. <laughs> for, for those who realize or understand what that is, back in rotary phone days, back in the corded phone days, <laughs> Isaac Asimov. The books were biggest fuck, by the way, or compared to my body because I was small as fuck. <laughs> Maybe it's all relative, huh? This is all relative relativism. <laughs> the book looked big to me I was small compared to the book but the yeah that book in particular will stop me in my tracks man every single time yeah those yeah. books so I'm like what is this and the name by the way I saw how you
2: gonna walk how, how you walk past that sounds like a, yeah, like a not. bad guy in fucking James Bond
1: yes you know <laughs> Love, some shit like that you know what I'm saying that was, that was fucked up about cartoons back in the day animation right we grew up in a time, I grew up in the time at least, I, I can't assume we're the same age, but I feel like it, but I always yeah, yeah, yeah. No, way no. older than me, so you might be older, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Plus, black don't crack, so... Kudos <laughs> to you. Yeah, kudos to you, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I think we'll be good for, uh, for a while. Yeah, uh... forehead of hair, skin <laughs> is immaculate. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, but, you know, Think about Boris and Natasha. I mean, think about oh yeah, Dexter from Dexter's Laboratory. Even though he seemed to be of the Nordic or the Germanic, he was clearly like German. But <laughs> all of them niggas was like Cold War villains. Cold War, this Cold War. Yeah, villain. Rocky and Bullwinkle was trying to fuck up some Russians. That's yeah, all. We, yeah, yeah. Fuck about. You know That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> now we it's, worship their uh, fighters.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. Did you see the shit yesterday, bro? Khabib? That motherfucker is the greatest. My brother. The greatest right now.
1: I'm glad that you said right now, but also the greatest, because that leads me to... So did you see Ariel Hawani interviewing another one of the greatest of all time and the greatest of all time of his time, GSP? No, I I missed that. I missed that. I'll send it to you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, please. He essentially... Mm -hmm. Um, he said, you know, because Ariel Hawani was doing his job as yeah. a journalist, trying to squeeze as much as he can somebody, no matter how uncomfortable it makes him feel. <laughs> making me secondarily uncomfortable. I'm like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable for them. Yeah. the goofy yeah. shit that he's asking. My guy, I'm like, bro, why? why? Just ask other questions. You yeah, come on, the man. the obvious ones that he's obviously not wanting you to ask. do do it. But, you're being a dick right now. Yeah, you're just being a dick. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You're so good at your job, I, I'm, I'm upset at it. And so he was like, so is Khabib now known as the greatest of all time? Um, I know I'm speaking like William Shatner, but uh, he said, I don't like that. I don't like the greatest of all time. Like he is, I'll say this, he had the perfect career, the most perfect career of all time. He never lost a fight in mm-hmm. his entire professional MMA career. 29 and 0 and never had a moment where he didn't completely disassemble his opponent. Yeah. yeah. Destroy them in every possible way as efficiently as possible and take as little damage as humanly possible in the place where humans take the most damage humanly possible. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. And he did it perfectly and ended it. Yeah, the the perfect performance, the greatest performance of his career, is the one he ended his career on.
2: Yeah, yeah, watch it. Wait for the movie. You know it's coming.
1: Oh, it's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's gonna. This one has to happen. John Jones would have a fascinating, interesting ass movie too. He would, but it would be a different kind of movie, and that also has to happen.
2: It would, yeah,
1: because that one would be super interesting (laughs) as well, because it's very tumultuous, just like his, but. His is even more tumultuous because he's a wildcat. Yeah, he's almost the opposite human being, mm-hmm. but equally as great as right. He has fifteen world titles. That's insane. It was cheesy that he made the point himself or had to make that point himself. But he's so smart that he's the kind of guy to be the first to to like one. He's he's the guy who did it. So it's like, look, niggas, like this is mm-hmm. great, and I'm not trying to take. I I am I am a huge. Khabib fan. Mm-hmm. I am team Khabib all the way he says but and I know I'm a little like a hater <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the timing might be off because this timing do be off. Like this,
0: yeah.
1: That's not one of his abilities and so <laughs> not one of his superpowers is timing but he just made it a point to say um, 15 world titles. No one has. I signed to the UFC nine months after my first ever MMA practice. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane as well. So let's put this into perspective. But what puts all of that to bed, all of these stupid debates and arguments, is that John Jones was also the greatest man to ever do this. GSP was also the greatest man to ever do this. This was GSP's point. I, GSP, according to you guys, because he's ultra humble, I've never met just a more humble human being of his stature ever in sports entertainment, combat sports ever. Um... So he might go down to history as one of the greatest human beings of all time <laughs> and that's yeah point, yeah right? so <clears throat> he was saying I don't like it because you can only our greatness only exists in that window that we were great in,
2: yeah absolutely and I, it's categorical yeah
1: and it's categorical and it, you know he's the greatest guy of all time his size for one
2: <laughs> you yeah know what I'm
1: saying because there's a bigger dude who would you <clears throat> know it's different it's physics
2: yeah it he, is a lot
1: you know like he could, Ragdoll people bigger than him for sure, but he's not going to fuck with John Jones. No, 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 absolutely, and I agree. With you.
2: And it's yeah, no, it's, it's true, and it's I think that's the it's 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 that uh, we I think it's because we we uh, default to generalizations, right? It's
1: it's very American.
2: Yeah, it is. It is very American thing. It is. A, it's an absolutely American thing. And so what we'll do is we'll you know we'll label someone. With a really just general term, and um, but we never explain it. We never go into the details or the minutia of what we mean, because then if we did, like you said, like like you right now are doing, you're breaking it down, and then you're starting to see, wait, well, these things aren't consistent. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's, it's he is the greatest of his time in his weight class in his division. Mm-hmm. That is what um, uh, Khabib is. Mm-hmm. You know um because like you said it's it's a different set of physics when you are fighting um even though you might be the same weight class if you got like i'll, I'll make i'll make a perfect example Uh i like this i like him as a fighter a lot um but then I, I also have reservations about him too and uh that is uh what's that dude's name gosh uh the one who just beat Paulo Costa? uh
1: oh is he
2: Izzy, Izzy, I like Izzy, um, as a fighter, I thought like uh, I'm not so hot on the personality because sometimes I think he, he's like, he's, he's, he's young. So I'll give him, uh, he's young and he's, I think he's oh, developing.
1: that shit on youth.
2: Yeah. But I mean, he's, just like, just say it, please say it.
1: He's, he's, it, it. It might be similar to what I'm thinking, but it might be a little different. So I'm interested here.
2: Well, I just, you know, um, there are aspects about his personality I do like. And then there's aspects about his personality I don't like, and I feel like sometimes he, when a fight is done, like I think the last thing he did to the Paul Caster dude, I really didn't. I was like, ah, I don't really know if that was called for after you beat the you. Like you did what you came to do. But most of the fighters, at least the great ones, to me, that even John Jones, even you know, uh, there is a there's a point in a time where the, the the theatrics get left behind, right. And now it's like, you know, it, here comes the actual martial artist.
1: It's like niggas have already paid f- They've paid for the fight. Your pay-per-view yeah. is coming in. Like, you got two or three points. So you, you're going to get the bonus. You, you got the win bonus. You won the fight handily, incredibly so. Yeah. One of the most legendary performances of all time. And yeah, yeah. You're going to go down, and history already is one of the greatest of all time. Um, you're still... Young in a UFC career, but you're long in the tooth in your MMA career. It's going to be storied. You've taken very minimal damage, so that's He's, another thing yeah. that's never been done before. No one has ever had this in kind of defense in the UFC or in the MMA. No one has ever ascended or had this meteoric and fast of rise as you have before. What else are you searching for? What else do What else do you feel like you lack <clears throat> that we can give you as far as attention is concerned? Because what yeah you see now is the more you expose yourself in any way, and this is just in life, the more you expose yourself.
2: Exactly, and that and that's like for he's the kind like,
1: of person that you are. It's like man, you be on the humble tip when it's convenient.
2: Yeah, and I've seen that and I've man, a lot,
1: right? Because you're trying to look like you know, a hero to all, and you're trying to please everyone. But at, you, you know, at the same time, he does admit, and to his credit, is yeah, do appreciate that you do admit that you are petty, because I think yeah. that that's important. Yeah. Is that he has the that's self-awareness the f- to know this about himself. He knows that this is just a part of who he is as well. He is petty. Yeah. Um. You. You. Um. You know what I mean and. He's not the first Nigerian to say that. <laughs> I know a lot of them. So I know yeah. a whole lot of them. And boy, they'd be on the same shit. It's
2: yeah. crazy. And yeah. And that's of, a whole different a whole cultural different thing, thing to talk thing. about. Yeah, it
1: really is. But um, I just had to touch on that. And I'm like, man, he is Nigerian. Um, yeah. No, Nigerian, no definitely. Nigerian about shit. And so yeah. with, with that being said, he said, man, I, I, I'm very petty. I can't help it. I'm petty. But it's like, man, that detracts. I'm like, man, there's so much power, and sometimes showing that dude all the way, what's up, making him feel like a fucking nobody, and showing him that he's zero and that he's zilch, nothing, mm-hmm. and then just like, like a samurai, yeah, like a samurai just walk by some kind of code and just leave this motherfucker alone. Now, I will say this: I don't know if you knew, but if you went to Costa's Page mm-hmm. before Izzy did all of the extra shit, you know, he put extra. Elvita cheese all over the shit. <laughs> Elvita cheese We're all over it. Holocausto. He was on. He was on the corny shit. The thing is, he brings out the inner corniness that is Izzy because Izzy has a, a cool ass nerdy side. That's us. That's mm. what we rallied behind. But also, like a nerd, he's corny. Yeah, yeah. And you can see him trying to sound and act and be cool, but he's probably seen it. Seen as cool to uncool ass dudes, yeah. Any motherfuckers, L sevens. So they see him and they're like, "Man, that's pretty dope, man. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man." The way he said what he said, you can see it. Like you can see him reading it off of a script behind his eyes. Yeah, and you know that he's like making sure he he hits all of the beats. Like he's playing like Guitar Hero, but with life, he's trying to hit the right notes and strum the right chords. Mm-hmm. So that it resonates the right way with the people the way he designed it to. Exactly. Instead yeah. of being a real nigga in a real moment. Yeah. And real niggas would rally behind and get behind that. Mm-hmm. But then you like like you turn real niggas off in a sense, pause when they um they can see the fugazi or like like it's cringy at that point. It's like, all right man, just ease up. <laughs> yeah. Because now no, absolutely. You know, it's it's not about uh we started up in the nosebleeds and now I'm making nosebleeds. He's said <laughs> this shit before in real time. Real life. After a fight. And as oh, dope man. as the fight was, as magnificent as his performance was, that's the part. That part. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, no, That, that not. just
2: ruined everything. You know, and that's the thing, too. I mean, it's I, like... I was like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he
2: does it every time. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, you know... And so with Izzy, right? It's like... Um, kind of going back to the, to the physics of the fight. Right. And I, and then this would, I think in turn result in maybe a change, a slight change in perspective. It's just like, you know, the people he's fought um, in the MMA, not in kickboxing, but in the MMA world, you know, the one guy that he's actually had a lot of trouble with, and I'm surprised, and this is just a, uh, a fault of the fighters that he's been, been fighting against. The one fighter that actually gave him a run was the first, uh, Kevin
1: Gastelum. Right? He and is a fucking... I think right? Kelvin's stock rises exponentially. He lost a stupid kind of fight in a stupid yeah. way his last fight. That, he just got stuck in a let, in a um, heel hook. He just got yeah. stuck. He took too long to suck his leg back in. And then Jack Hermanson is a damn specialist on the ground. Yeah. So you, he gift-wrapped at his ankle. <laughs> he I'm serious. Gift wrapped it that shit. It was beautiful. Yeah. He gift wrapped it. It was in the very beginning of the fight. He just took too long in that scramble. Gift wrapped it his ankle and got it almost snatched off his body. And like the fight was yeah. for sure. Like, brought back decent. to the
2: locker room with him.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know, he managed to, he just brought his ankle back. Yeah, just took it home with him. So right. I was like, okay. So that wasn't a good example of Kelvin Gastelum at all. So we can pretty much consider that fight a wash to me. Because mm-hmm. it was just just like that, it was it. But Kelvin Gastelum stock continues to rise. I think um, he lost a close decision to Darren Till, who's super good, R- yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. gifted fighter. Also loses weird fights.
2: He does when um, uh, Masvidal. Yeah, that that was a surprise. Y- I like Masvidal, but that was a surprise. Um, oh, and when I-
1: that one? I think that was a fight that he was... He didn't have the ability to win because Masvidal, no one realized was that guy. Yeah. So that was simply Masvidal's coming out party. That wasn't Darren's time. And it wasn't Darren, nothing that Darren could fucking do <laughs> against somebody with hands and feet. And yeah. Style, like he's super slick and no one. Yeah. I like Raswell. Cause they look at his record and I'm like, bro, he's like fought 50 times though. Professionally. Do, yeah. do you want to get some losses in there. <laughs>
2: You, it's natural and, it is
1: and he lost it was nothing but decisions he never got beat up ever no he's never been beat up no it, just, it looks a certain kind of way
2: and I think he's finally fighting more at his natural weight than he is because mm-hmm. before the fights that he did lose I noticed that that, that that happens quite a bit is that fighters for example like Rob Whitaker you know when he was fighting at uh, what was it like 155 or 175 I can't remember what it was but his record wasn't as great and then he moved up to 185, and then he started knocking dudes out, and you know he started. That's when the stock started to rise. Um, but I, I, I just feel again that it was maybe that he was now fighting more at a natural, uh, natural weight instead of having to cut so much weight
0: right. to
2: get down. You know, and that that, that is messed up uh, when you got to do that because it totally shows you off. And I think that's the one thing. Uh, you know, like that Paul Costa guy again. Like that guy is just fucking. He, that dude probably walks around at 220 easy
1: you're being too nice how yeah, I mean, like, do you think he actually weighs because I've seen the 220 God. pound man before he way bigger than that nigga
2: he I mean like honestly I think he might worry walk around weight yes probably 235 like 235 easy yeah that's, that's just and without a doubt muscle yeah so I think that's his walk around was like 235 so for him to cut that much weight he, he's got
1: 50 pounds 40 yeah pounds at least every time yeah
2: so that's that's just it's some it's that's a i mean you want to talk about something that is absolutely destructive and uh just kind of just absolutely degenerates your body that's that's that you know what i mean like
1: he literally shape shifts he's a whole yeah. other form when he's normal so when he's yeah. normal he is fifty pounds to forty pounds heavier. Now Crazy. when he gets to the ring, he sucks himself down to fight a way smaller dude. He's yeah. way bigger than these guys, but won't yeah. fight at heavyweight. He needs to. And he's a heavyweight. He
2: needs to. He would have to
1: he, he he would have to cut weight to get to light heavyweight. But he just skips two weight classes and fights these little guys. I don't he's know, yeah. Not a middleweight, bro. No,
2: he is not, bro. He he really is.
1: Because he gets, I think that there was one time, I can't recall the fight, but Paul Acosta, they saw that at weigh-ins, he weighed about 28.5 pounds less than he did on the day of the fight. Whoa. he gained almost 30 pounds overnight. Dog, that don't make no sense.
2: That is impossible. That is it beyond physics.
1: Impossible. But this man gains almost 30 pounds overnight. Wow. And then that's the nigga that you got to fight. Like, that's the guy that you got to fight when you walk into the ring. So imagine that's being a, Issy, That's
2: crazy, bro.
1: Probably, when he's chilling, weighs, and he stays in shape, but chilling, he probably weighs outside of fight camp. Outside of camp, he's probably, at the most... Two hundred and five pounds, but he's at around one eighty five, one ninety. Yeah, yeah. Really chilling, probably around two hundred five, something like that.
2: I yeah, think that makes sense.
1: Two hundred eight, uh, two twelve, the most.
2: Nothing more than two ten ever.
1: Nothing more than two ten ever, ever. That's at his fattest. Yeah, but he so he's hovering at right around his weight class's weight, so he doesn't really have to cut to do like to get ready for the fight. So he's all him. He has mm-hmm. all of his stamina, all of his power, everything naturally costa he's fighting a guy period who's just 50 pounds heavier than him yeah two like two weight classes heavier
2: it's you know it's the thing it's crazy because when watching that fight you know i'm thinking to myself like the way that paul costa is going to win this fight right the only way is if he hits him with a big punch anything else anything else this is izzy's ballpark because of who izzy is when it comes but actually his physicality actually works for him like izzy that is because he can he's 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 faster he has longer reach longer kicks it's going it, to and and Paul And this is the thing that um, I w- I mentioned Gastelum also because Gastelum, Gastelum wrestled if you watch any other fight with Izzy in the UFC at least no one's tried to
1: wrestle him Gastelum's hands are criminally underrated yeah and then his and then you got that on top of his him. hands are insane yeah his so you got the amazing. combination yeah, right? like, like you look at his body and how he's built. Chubby dude, short, robust though. Kind yeah. Of ton. Hands are fucking lightning. And his power is insane.
0: Yeah. You don't get yeah. it.
1: Ask Izzy. That's the bat. Like that's the worst he's ever got done. That's the worst he's yeah. ever been hurt. He was fucked up. He didn't yeah. to dig deep. He had to, like he had fought for his survival. Now when he did that when he said he was willing to die he was willing to die and I remember watching that event Mm -hmm. I'm willing to die I'm willing to die going in I want to say it was the third round or going yeah I remember that he was another kind of he beat the shit out of Gastelum for the remainder of the fight but it was still a war and it it was one of the greatest fights I had ever seen Um, and Gastelum again with what Izzy did to Costa that Mm -hmm. causes Gastelum's stock to continue to rise despite that weird loss he had
2: yeah absolutely
1: i agree he's he's that man people are like what's the answer to izzy someone like gastelum yeah well you know Maybe that's what disappointed me
2: <laughs> i hope they fight again but i mean i think that was the big disappointment with uh yo romero was yo romero right mm-hmm. um he's a monster just like the guy is just absolutely insane but in that fight with with izzy he did not wrestle. He, he, I don't understand. The guy is a world class Olympic wrestler, and he didn't watch the he didn't watch the fight. And so, but, yeah, i just that that's it. I'm just like you didn't watch the Gaslam fight. You're a world class wrestler, and you're and you're and you're striking, your striking is like you know some of the most powerful striking in your division without a doubt. So and I'm, you know it's like it's like uh, Khabib man. That's why Khabib tears people apart because not only is he a fantastic striker right now? Now, he's a fantastic striker. Mm-hmm. But he is a wrestler, and he smothers you on the ground. And that, that, take, that saps the energy out of you. I mean, like, you know, um, again, just look at Gacy, Geishi, man. Gacy's a perfect example. The dude is it's lightning on his, on his feet mm-hmm. and hands, right? Put him on the back, choke the fucking living life out of him.
1: He turned what you into get? one of them vines from Jumanji, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Strangled this nigga immediately. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. And J- again, that goes to John
2: Jones' credit, too. That's the thing about John Jones that a lot of people don't realize. That motherfucker gets out there and he'll wrestle you. This six foot five, you know, uh, 200, but now what? I don't know what he's up to do now. I mean, like maybe 220, 230, when he's fighting. But
1: when he's chilling, he's a big man. So he's like 240. Ooh, yeah his brothers
2: are big too yeah, yeah so, so that makes and, sense
1: and he's the runt of the family so john jones is actually heavyweights probably his natural weight class
2: mm, see so that's i mean like that's the thing yeah. about john jones like a lot of people will uh, don't always uh consider because they always see his striking you know because he's such a phenomenal striker they like this guy is a beast when it comes to wrestling and he's shown it like when he was oh, fighting yeah.
1: uh he, like you saw what he did to Leoto Machida, he, yeah. he put him to sleep with a standing guillotine.
2: That, that was insane when I saw that. I was like, this is un- this is unbelievable. He
1: put him to sleep. Like, all that you saw was that his limbs went noodly.
2: Yeah. Just, like, he, and that's Latoya Machida, dude.
1: He, he did that to Machida. He turned him into a bowl of ramen. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, you didn't know what was going on until it was over, <laughs> until he just dropped. He just collapsed.
2: Yeah, I collapsed. Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
1: I was like, oh, he, he strangled him. <laughs> I didn't see him working on that. But nope. by the time you noticed that that's what happened, it was done. Over. He is elite. He's beyond <laughs> elite. He's on another planet. He's on the same planet that Khabib's on. The same planet.
2: Yeah, yeah. And they're that's
1: only, again. On planet. They're they're only on planet. They're beyond that because everyone else that they have to fight. Uh, is elite. Those guys are elite. Yeah, these guys else. are totally they're different species. A yeah, like they're one of one. Like, like they're a different kind of species.
2: Yeah, definitely. So it's like, yeah, and I again, I'm just surprised that a lot of people uh, who are fighters, um, I, you know, they don't they don't work on the wrestling or they don't they don't uh, apply it as much because it obviously works and uh, uh, even even what's that dude? Uh, oh god, the one who he just beat. Uh, and I don't think he won it, but he beat uh, Max Holloway.
1: Volkanovski, that pisses me off.
2: Yeah, that like, me even off. that.
1: Do you, oh, man, that pisses me off. <laughs> that pisses me off. Max, bless him. I understand you got, like, like you writing like you're the fucking WWE and new narratives, new storylines and shit. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. The guy who won should have been the guy who won. Max Blessed was giving that motherfucker the, ha- the hand. Yeah, this is taken away from Volkanovski. He's a good fighter. He's a he's a awesome great. Yeah, fighter.
2: he's a great fighter. Yeah, but
1: he's got to be the most counterfeit champion I've ever seen. And it's yeah. not his fault. They're just giving him the belt, and I'm sure he's like, "Nigga, stop giving me this damn thing. <laughs> Give it to the winner of the fight." Yeah. The first fight, I understand, because Volkanovski, what like his game plan was excellent. He. Kicked him seventy nine thousand times. Yeah. Um, even that was that was a close fight. That went down to the wire. So that <coughs> one, yes, debatable for sure. Mm-hmm. Not this one. This without no. a shadow of a doubt went to no. Max Blessed Holloway. He beat his ass.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: I think again, he didn't come alive it's... until the last round. He was getting his ass beat. He was. He, he was. was it wasn't even a fight. No. It wasn't even fight. much of a fight.
2: Yeah, it was like, but I, you know, again, I think it goes down to the judges, right? And this is why I think wrestling is
1: so uh, Dana integral. Dana was pissed. He was like, to- I don't know what the fuck happened. But that meant yeah, was- things for how his, because now it, it's like, well, we can't have him do it again right away. Yes, the fuck you can. You're the president. Yeah. Make that shit happen. This is just justice being served and meted out properly for someone who's made your organization buku.
2: Yeah, a lot. You're fucking yeah. his record
1: up. You're fucking his legacy up. Come on, now. yeah.
2: You need to step in and actually. It, this guy's got be like, a president. What,
1: seven belts or something like that.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. I love Holloway, dude. That yeah. dude. Yeah. Um. And again, he does so I better think
1: better treatment than that. He
2: does absolutely, absolutely. No, there's no doubt. Um. Again, one of those, like you said, one of those guys who kind of goes above elite. Holloway is is one of those. uh
1: He's on another. Two. Yeah, he's just yeah. on another planet. Yeah
2: so yeah I just you know but again I'm just I, I will I'm just surprised that there aren't I love striking first off don't get me wrong like that's what my thing is I love striking it's, but
1: it's the coolest looking thing to do so yeah love with it. it's the most energy efficient and effective thing to do cause mm-hmm. damage so it's the easiest thing and like people fall in love with that here's 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 what I'm thinking so here's an idea and I'll run it by you yeah Um. okay everyone that you named besides or in addition to Yoel Romero with a wrestling pedigree, Olympic championship caliber pedigree, have radically and completely different body types. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, but when you're at this level, see, I'm not saying the people at Yoel Romero's level back in the day were scrubs or bums. Not. It was a different UFC. It was a different MMA and mixed martial arts. It was and those other, uh, those other promotions and organizations. Also, look at his body type. His body type similar to my body type, um, not and he's even way way more of a monstrosity. But and I'm not calling myself a monstrosity. Let me get. No, with your
2: rip, bro. Yeah, no, you're you're pretty ripped. But-
1: but I'm not like Yoel's body type is ridiculous, so it is. he can't afford. And he's also like 49 years. Who knows? He's Cuban. <laughs> he's like 49 years old. He's he's age range, uh, 36 to 40 49 yeah. years old. We don't Easy. fucking know, and he ain't telling. So as far as we Easy. know, he's like 44 or like 40. Yeah,
2: I, I would say that. I would agree with you.
1: Like that's what it says. When you go, dum, 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 and dum, uh, and Right? So, this fighter's 28. This nigga's 43. And then <laughs> face off, right? So, that's the age he's going by.
2: So, yeah, we know that he's that... at
1: least that. He ain't younger than that. So, mm-hmm. so, he's got this age that he's, it's working on him. You also have the fact that he has all of this muscle mass. Dense. Yeah. Densely packed muscle. That takes so much oxygen, so much O2 to get that body moving, to get that body going. Mm-hmm. Also, he's super explosive. Those are his natural genetic gifts. Mm-hmm. Explosion takes even more O2. That's fast twitch muscle fiber. Takes even more oxygen, even more O2. So that's why he has this weird, goofy fighting style. I don't, want, I don't enjoy myself, like, aesthetically, watching him fight. Mm-hmm. Because I look at him, and I'm like, man, this this guy ought to be doing all kind of shit in here. And then I'm like, damn, he can't afford to do a whole bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. He can't. Because if he does, it's over. He's mm-hmm. got to throw a nuclear warhead at your face and get you out of here immediately. So, to do that, he's got to load it up. He's got to keep one cannon in the chamber. He can't keep a bunch of bullets in there. One yep. bullet bill from Super Mario. He's got to fire <laughs> at your face and hopefully... It kills you, and it usually does. Yeah, no, absolutely. So he surprises you with an exploding double switch knee to the face. Mm-hmm. He catches everyone off guard with his explosion, but it's got to be that, and it's got to be carefully placed. He can't have all these combos and shit. Mm-hmm. He can't. He feels like he knows himself well enough to know that I, I just can't afford to. Or he's got to take way more off of his fucking punches and kicks. He's not willing to do that. No. So he, so it's max power all the time for a super limited time. It's like super Mario star power. Ding, 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 ding ding, <laughs> ding, 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 How often can he do this to, how often can he do niggas like this? Not very long. No. How often can you, uh, as like Pac-Man, like you get that, you know, the fucking pellet and then you're going to have to inky pinky blink slide <laughs> like a motherfucker. Well, eventually they're right back after you chasing your yep. fucking map.
2: There you go again. And,
1: and you're in fucking trouble. Right? So he's always at risk of complete exhaustion at a moment's instance because of how quickly he can exhaust his O2. Yeah. And his reserves. He ain't got a lot of reserves. He and ain't, He ain't got the kind of body like he has no fat, like he has nowhere for this oh, shit to go.
2: He can't so, burn anything. No energy. No so min- yeah.
1: I just set the stage for this, for this point, this fact even. Wrestling, is the most physically taxing thing arguably you can possibly do with your body. When you examine the martial arts, that's the most tiresome, exhausting. It taxes all of the energy systems, by the way. Certain energy systems are taxed when you're doing kicking and punching, right? But you can do both, and you can do it for five rounds. Wrestling? Jiu-Jitsu is very physically taxing. It taxes a bunch of different energy systems, but they tend not to explode because that could be used against you. Mm -hmm. But wrestling so much explosion is involved and it's the most physically taxing thing you could possibly do. So think about John Jones using it. He's, he's like, he's a giant string bean. So, right. Super skinny calves and legs that is like razor blades that cut through your body, your muscle and your bone. (laughs) Right. And so, you know, super, uh, the forms, everything. He's not super ripped or shredded, not super no, no hyper muscular. He's just a big ass guy with a big frame. Yeah, absolutely. Right, but he's built like he like he's built to go for five rounds if he needs to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, the same thing with Izzy uh, Adesanya. He's built to be able to do this for as long as he needs to, and to do everything. Mm-hmm. Max Holloway, he's he has incredible, legendary takedown defense. Some of the highest, if not the highest, takedown.
2: He does have amazing technology.
1: So he doesn't like being on the ground, but he's cozy down there. Plus he can live down there and then eventually he can get back up. No problem. Plus (laughs) if you're a wrestler and you take him down or you're a jujitsu man and you take him down, he almost teleports back to his feet. He gets up so fast. He's so good. He's so good. His technique is flawless and it's peerless. So it enables him to just take all kinds of risks and throw all kinds of volume at your head, kick you and punch you as much as he wants on any cadence, he can break your rhythm with it and just Mm -hmm. pepper you for five rounds, torture you with his punches. Like the way he did Brian Ortega. Oh yeah. It was death by 10,000. And he he can do it for five more. He don't care. That's his stamina level, but look at his build. There's no real consequence for his, his uh, physical exertion. So he can get creative with how he wants to decimate you. Um, Khabib, look at his same build. thing, same yeah. thing. You know what I'm saying? Plus, he's built to do it. Look at his frame. He's like he's a bigger guy, than 155 for sure. But still, look at his body type. Mm-hmm. He's built like a wrestler. He can straight up do this. Well, homeboy, he there's nothing that uh, ro- like Yoel can do besides train seven times more than someone. For the same kind of, but again, you explode, it doesn't matter. That shit goes out the window. You get hit in the face and you panic. That's more exhausting. Moving backwards, taking shots, exhausting. He has to buy this time, but while he's buying this time, he's taking damage too. Now, of course, he's built like the juggernaut, but again, <laughs> take a few shots to bitch. your ribs. Take a few shots to your ribs. Take a few hooks, uppercuts to your uh, rib cage. You're getting punched right in the gas tank. And, yeah, and, absolutely. And, and now you're leaking fuel. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that as much as we know that he has a wrestling category he's never in a position to be able to use it unless it's to get back to his feet.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you know, it's. I've always seen it the most useful, um, when you get to those moments of not necessarily desperation, mm-hmm. but when you get like. When you're getting to that point where you are getting uh, basically ripped apart with the striking, you gotta or at least switch it up. You don't, you know, don't don't go into the whole uh, round, especially not the whole fight. Thinking I'm gonna out wrestle this guy, Cause like you said, it, you're gonna you're you're, you're your energy will be gone in the very first fucking two minutes of the first round, and then the rest of the fight you're just you're coasting on vapors, and you might as well just hand over you know the uh, the, the win to the other guy. Mm-hmm. you know um but I think that's what Gasum did right Gasum, he he was such a huge he he did the khabib mm-hmm. he went out there he, he his striking was amazing his wrestling was amazing mm-hmm. and you know and being on the other end of that rest, you know if you're being wrestled you know uh and I'm sure you know you if you're if your training camp isn't preparing you for the the rigors of that mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna that exhaustion is gonna hit and that's why I thought Izzy did uh, a great job of being able to persevere through that um, because you saw he was exhausted. I mean, by the third round, you know, uh, he was taxed for sure. But he pulled it out, you know. But, like, again, a guy like Paul Costa, another big dude, you know, uh, who has – there's no energy reserves. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it's really really –
1: His stamina is kind of surprising for someone who is – Possibly bigger than Yoel Romero. That was weird, too. Yeah. It was that when he fought Yoel, when Colin Costa fought Yoel, that's when I worried a little bit about Izzy. Because I was like, if he fights that way, then I think that um, he's going to be in trouble if he pressures him. The thing is, this is what is so incredible about Izzy. And then back to your point, is that people think that it's because Holocaust decided not to fight much that he could not fight. No, because everyone who's fought Izzy, with the exception of Kelvin Gaston, looked the same exact way, Yoel Romero included. No, there's nothing mm-hmm. you can do when Dowson from Street Fighter is throwing punches and kicks from across the octagon. Yeah. And and it's like stepping into a wood chipper. You're yeah. like, like you're walking into a category five with no helmet, no nothing, no protection. So you try to step in, you're like, oh shit. And you gotta get back out of there to try to find another way in. So the whole time they're like, I don't know how to get in without getting murdered in there. It's so dangerous. There's furniture flying, there's all kinds of shit. Yeah. And that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, I agree with you. I agree with you. And that's why I hope I would like, you know, I hope somebody comes along uh, who has the same kind of physical body type as, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Anasanya? You know? Um, I don't know if that's going to ever happen. Nah. The only person I think... You know what kind of time yeah. it takes? Yeah, there's it's like to produce... in that division. Not, yeah, there's none, no one. He challenged
1: the only person he thought could possibly give him a fight. And that was... Well, one, he defeated the most... The on oh, the dangerous, the most dangerous guy was the guy he made look like, yeah, a zero. Yeah, he beat him with zero effort, my brother. And so from there, he's like, I don't know, uh, cannoneer. He's just throwing darts at yeah balloons. He's like a oh, cannoneer. Yeah, well,
2: he's not. That's that's a, It's no one in his lost. division right who can 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 compete with
1: him. He that, just dude. lost to a man who got decimated by Izzy. This is the weirdest situation for
2: oh, I mean, I'm talking about Izzy. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, like... Whitaker just beat up... Cannoneer. Who yeah. is He was like... I think that he could give me some trouble. I think the that and Plus, he's a good guy. It's over for Cannoneer.
2: Yeah, it's done.
1: It's done. It's over. It's done.
2: So, he it's going to be Whitaker and... and uh, What's that other dude? Costa. That's going to be the next fight.
1: Uh... You think so? Because... I uh, Yeah, I think... because no, 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 a- I know, actually... Because that would be a a number one oh
2: till I'm sorry, till is still there right
1: yeah till is there I, so I totally forgot I think the for shits and giggles because he, he tweeted at till or no when till lost to Robert Whitaker. yeah, I just it's something about his style it's beautiful watching him fight he like he fights in such a beautiful way, so I think that uh one samurai to another mm-hmm. one warrior to another. With no implications for real. Well, obviously, uh implication because he would kind of leapfrog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until he's like, we need to fight someday. I would love to fight you, one warrior to another someday. And he's like, man, I'm honored. I'm humbled. Because mm-hmm. he just lost. And he's like, hey, man, cheer up. I look forward to fighting you someday. Because he had already fought in Whitaker. Fought Whitaker. And beat yeah. Those, beat the fuck out of him. Got him out of here. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was. He actually knocked him out twice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the press conference when Whitaker beat Cannoneer, they asked him. Um, So obviously, there's there's style bender. Nah. <laughs> are you looking forward to this again? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga was like,
2: uh, uh, yeah. oh, he, you he, know, he, he's not. You know, again, what these guys like, know they he, can't fight. He's
1: humble. He's
2: humble. He's humble, Yeah. I mean, these
1: guys, like, it's it, like, bro, like. Not only did he knock me the fuck out fast, that that kid is fucking incredible. He yeah. is super good. He said this. He is super good. So yeah. I'm. I'm. He's like I'm going to give myself some time, him some time, all of us some time. Obviously, yeah. But man, yeah. is he not super dope? And he just murdered me. Um. So, but I think that I have a thing or two, and. And adjustment or two, like, that's what I do. I make adjustments and I respond differently. Yeah. Say, like, be that as it may, he's fucking incredible. And we just saw him get way fucking better than even he was when he beat me the fuck up. Yeah. He, he said this in the press conference. He's like, bro. And he just got, he just destroyed Calacosta after he just destroyed me. Yeah. But
2: yeah, the guy. Yeah, you know, is he gonna Yeah, I'm not you know, going yeah, to, you know, I'm going in with um, you know, it's not on my Christmas list. I'm
1: not talking shit to talk this <laughs> fight up. I just got <laughs> murdered by him. And he just murdered somebody else. Who could possibly <laughs> murder me? Yeah. So the thing is, I don't think that he it wouldn't make sense to make him fight Costa even though yeah, but because Costa got beat so bad, he don't deserve a rematch.
2: No, he don't he doesn't deserve a rematch with Izzy right now.
1: Especially with how he responded after getting beat. Like, bitch, be home. Yeah, that you got that me. was Oh, this circles back around to the point in the uh, conversation where we're talking about the oh, yeah. shit. All right, so I think that a part of it was his pettiness got ignited, reignited when Paula Costa's a cornier dude than is Oh, absolutely. He's cheesy as fuck. He's Velveeta. He is nothing but pure cheetah. Velveeta cheese. Maximally pasteurized. It's <laughs> Velveeta. So he he was putting shit up on the internet of him holding Izzy's head. It was gruesome. Yeah. It was crazy shit. Did you see that? Yeah. Well, nigga, I'm talking shit then. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. I'm gonna make you, like, if me humping you live on TV in front of the world after I just laid you to rest wasn't enough mm-hmm. and you're doing all this extra you talking about now nah, man like let's fight for real like this time nigga no you fought for real and, and that's how you looked for real yeah you for real yeah. shouldn't be in the ring re- uh octagon with me for real that's yeah what you I, I that's what I'm saying.
2: you gotta get your way back up here you gotta yeah. earn your way back up here yeah now. you, ain't you know be- i mean there's no doubt
1: about it i have zero like why would i have any interest in giving you any more of my money Exactly. Any more of the UFC's money giving you this payday again? You got to earn this payday. Yeah, and I don't want to. Up until that point, you did. But man, I just, I just showed you the world of UFC and everyone involved in this whole fucking thing. Anyone who gives a fuck about fighting and martial artistry and some warrior shit, some samurai shit, that you didn't really belong in there.
2: No. Well, again, you know it's. And that, you threw a that, white belt at me. That was fucking hilarious you see what i'm saying so i was like you know
1: for this bitch ass dude in particular i might not have turned that shit off but there was some guys like Derek brumson like you could have you yeah you could have relaxed because he's he's really a good dude he was just trying to you know talk up the fight and that gave you a lot of shine because niggas knew Derek, but they didn't know you for real Mm -hmm. so in that you got popular and then you responded with you know fire for fire i get it like talk your shit yeah. but when you beat dude down like that it's cool leave it alone cause Derek maybe. Chilling he humbly accepted you he, yeah um, well that's he took, that's a real samurai yeah. a samurai don't you he know after you defeat. <laughs> yeah
2: after leave, you know you
1: know, leave him alone
2: I mean if, put it like this you know fucking even if Conor McGregor the biggest shit talker in the UFC history if he leaves it uh, you know on the mat after after he's done I have I've, I've, I think maybe one or two times he. No, I don't even think, I don't, I, can't, I can't really recall. Like after the fight is done, it's done.
1: I can't recall a time when Conor, that's the thing that's overlooked about him because that's not the narrative the people want to share. Now, of course, he's punched old people in the face in Dublin. That ain't cool. <laughs> well, who doesn't? No one likes punching old people. In, all right, he does. But no one likes to see old people get punched in the face. That's oh. what I meant. Oh, but it's
2: a tradition, and you know, from what I understand. If you're, you know, in Ireland,
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was a member of the IRA, and uh. he was talking cash shit, and he's like, you yeah, ain't about to do shit, man. I got niggas all around this pub. And he said, like, oh, word man. smack, and then pop yep. him. We don't know. We have no context. We just saw him walk up and sock an old dude. Oh, You man. know, the professor from Futurama, he punched in the face. We didn't uh. know. We didn't know. And I still don't know why we still don't know what he happened. did it. We don't know. But it wasn't cool looking. Yeah, it was. But he nope has you. Hum-
2: yeah, no. But he has humbled himself, though. I have to he say, has at
1: humility, least humility. usual. yeah, yeah.
2: The, yeah. And the appearance of who he is now, mm-hmm. you know, um, at least from what we see. I don't know. It could be a fucking. It could be theatrical. It could be uh, a, a, a another ploy or scheme or whatever. But who he seems like, who he is now after he's been defeated, and, um, I mean, like really defeated. Like, like, like that thing at the hands of Khabib. Mm-hmm. That seemed like it sobered him a little bit,
1: right? That was important.
2: Yeah, it was super important
1: because and, again, I and he didn't have to hang his head about how he lost. No, he in particular, no. like Gaethje, more so. The way he lost, yeah, 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 that was rough. But when it comes to like the way the Connor lost, it was like, bro, you're the only man in the history of all mankind to win a round against him ever no yeah even came close you're such a ninja that you were able to do it but again he's such a, a marauder that yeah. not even that's enough my man not even yeah. that's enough my guy so and connor was cool when he got strangled he got strangled in what the fourth the fight was, think so. It was over so yeah. it's like you were going to go out some kind of way he just got strangled it is what it is. He just—he—he—you know—he just, he, you know, just got strangled in the fourth, though. Most motherfuckers don't. I—I <laughs> like Al, Quinta actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave Khabib some problems, but then mm-hmm. Khabib mangled him. Yeah. Again, Connor probably took the less damage, and probably inflicted the most, mm-hmm. but he got strangled. And that was it. And that was in the fourth. You know what I'm saying? But even after that, he sat in the cut, and he was like, "He is everything that he says." Uh, no, he's everything that people say because Khabib don't say shit. That's what's so no. dope and legendary about mm-hmm. him. I love that's he's I love a about him, yeah. samurai. He's like, "Bro, I've never 100%. lost, but I act like I've never won."
2: I love that about him. I think you know, outside of GSP, like it, like this GSP mm-hmm. who brought that humility. The UFC Mm -hmm. that we've all been instilled with, true in martial
1: arts, true martial artistry, true. That's
2: what you, you, like the purpose, and you know, it kind of sucks. You know, I'm going off on, sorry if I go off on a bit of a a tangent, but it's like
1: my whole podcast is a tangent. I love it.
2: Yeah, um, (laughs) that's what we do. Uh, you know, when we when we came up and you were in martial arts, that's what it was about: is humility. Uh, you know, respect and and to protect, right? But what I've seen happen now is that that, because now now MMA and mixed martial arts is so commercialized. Because remember, I, I'm sure like when you started and I know when I started, it wasn't. Like there was a few people who did, you know, uh, mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. you know? Um, like I remember when I first started, it was like, uh, and I suck now, I trust me, I haven't been practicing for like over a year or two, but anyway. What was your martial now, art? Uh, muay thai so i started off in muay thai so uh i had the old you know uh thailand master like literally and um you know he trained me uh person like it was I, I, I was really fortunate i got the one-on-one training because he actually was a champion in thailand back in vietnam war um mm. uh, came over i met him didn't even know anything about him he took me on the wing started training with him and all that stuff um but again that you know mma uh, wasn't as popular. So now what we've seen is an explosion of the MMA, uh, to, you know, uh, being commercialized and everybody's part of it. But the problem is this before, most teachers wouldn't take you if you were trouble. Now a teacher will take you if you pay the bill for them.
0: Mm,
1: yeah. If you're a bag of fucking dirt, but you can make the school look so dope. Because you do have a skill set, or the predisposition, like like you have the makings of a champion, meaning the makings of someone who can make our school look fantastic.
2: Yeah, or just pay you, know, or just pay us, or like if yeah. you're paying the, you know, uh, to keep our lights on. It's like, you know, there's no reason why, uh, and and again, this is. At the core of mixed martial arts, before, because we got to remember this shit came from through through the Bruce Lee fucking vine, you know, and through the Bruce Lee. Yeah, he's, uh,
1: he's the. I think that they, yeah, like that ought to be, that ought to be the logo. Yeah, <laughs> it really Lee, should be because he's literally probably the first mixed martial artist. Yeah, in
2: and introduced it. History.
1: Yeah,
2: and introduced concept. it to America.
1: Yeah, because no, he introduced that to. China, the world, because China wasn't fucking with that either. They weren't. Fucking yeah,
2: with this. but they had the martial arts though. So that's right. the thing about China. They
1: they had martial arts, but they weren't mixing that shit. They hated no. They, they hated that nigga for that.
2: Yeah, no, that's exactly they did. He they brought it over. Exactly, and they didn't want to give it to anybody.
1: Yeah, yeah, like motherfucker choose <laughs> one, and then they was like, bro, you need to chill with martial arts, period. Motherfucker. <laughs> Quit taking this shit to Seattle, Washington. And yeah, and <laughs> we don't fuck with none of these niggas out. What are y'all doing? Stop. Yeah, it. I will no. beat the shit out of you. They were sending the motherfuckers over here. Yeah, what? <laughs> so really? Fight this motherfucker, like, dog. If, if you lose, you, you got gotta stop. Yeah.
2: Oh, stop. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you got to stop.
1: Man, you playing too yeah. much over here. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: yeah. So you know, we had this. Ex- now we have this explosion. So in the last maybe like ten years, right? Because that shit was that shit was already going on in Brazil. Like everybody knows, they they had their thing. They they've been going on for a while. But uh, you know, it, the, the explosion happened in America, right? Mm-hmm. Or the U.S. I'll say. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate because a lot, it got... It, it, just because you learned it and now you're teaching it doesn't mean that you are uh, teaching the the ethics of it. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, that's what I think...
1: you say saying there's a bunch of uh, Cobra Kai's sprouting Yeah, up. a bunch of
2: fucking Cobra Kai's all man, over the place, Cobra man. Cobra Kai's all
1: over the place. Yeah. The and bags. Yeah,
2: just teaching shit. You know what I mean? Like shit. Put it like this. If you got a fuck... Like in Orange County, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I know these people down in orange county and they were telling me yeah like you know uh they got the uh like i don't like to call them white supremacists because i don't believe in their supremacy i call them like white you know nationalists i just call them that because i don't even want to give that the supremacy part to them because i don't believe that shit uh
1: you wanted something right there
2: so but yeah that's what i'm saying like so they're just nationalists i just call them that because that's what really it's all about for them uh, those individuals well, um, of course They
1: wouldn't fucking act and behave the way that they fucking act and behave if they gave a fuck about the country They'd be trying to make it better with the rest of us They're in opposition to the fact That niggas want to make this shit better For everybody because if we If we make it better for us You know historically speaking It's gotten better for every fucking body except us, <laughs> The people who have always fought And been on the front lines of making this shit better If you don't want to Improve your country you're not a motherfucking patriot no, the no, that's what I'm the motherfuckers that you know. You're uh intimidating while they go to vote. You're setting motherfucking mailboxes on fire because you know that this is in a nigga's neighborhood and it's an affluent <laughs> yeah. part of town in Baldwin Hills or in Baldwin Park. We want to set this one up because we know that people are going to go. I think I think you turned your mic off. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, if we intimidate them, well, you know, maybe we can reduce the numbers of niggas voting. And uh, maybe swaying uh, in our favor because we're not confident in the fact uh, that we're losing in the polls or whatever it's going to be, right? Yeah. But this is what they do. Yeah.
2: I mean And that's the... Uh, they so They aren't
1: patriots, but they think that that's what they are first and foremost. They think that what they're doing is the most American thing. Bitch, this is the least American thing you can possibly do. If you've given a fuck about this country, you would always be... I mean, think about a storefront. Mm -hmm. Think about your business Think about your website Think about your hard disk drive That you don't defragment That you perform (laughs) no Think about your hoopty Your car Your means Uh of transportation That you don't perform Any routine maintenance on Do you give a fuck about that? Do you Mm -hmm. care? I don't really think so Because (laughs) if you go without An oil change for too long Look what the fuck Happened to your engine It's gonna lock up And it's gonna cease Mm -hmm. And guess what? You ain't got no whip no means of conveyance. You ain't going no fucking where fast.
2: Nowhere. So no.
1: these are the Patriots. These are the motherfuckers. Um, w- with all the American flags, no, they hijacked. the
2: Yeah. American well, that's flag. why I call them. You know, the thing is, like you know, this. That's there's nationalists.
1: nationalists.
2: Yeah, because it's not. They're not. They're not going for the nation uh, in terms of like the U.S. Right? No, they're going for the the idea. Of a white nation, you know, and that, that that doesn't, and that's not constricted to America. That's just any nation that they believe. And again, this is like a weird, uh, a weird mindset, you know. But it's like a, you know, it's this nationhood um, that doesn't necessarily need because a nation and a country obviously are two different things, right? Because a nation doesn't necessarily need a geographic uh, uh, territory.
1: It's an idea. Yeah, it's like an ideology. It's ideology.
2: It yeah, is. Yeah. It's an actual, yeah, it's an ideological body because like, for example, you could be on video games, right? So we could be playing video games. We could create a, a nation. This is the nation of gamer X's and gamer, you know, blah, blah, blah. blah. So that I that's, So what, that's what it is. They're supporting that. Cause if you were, to, if you were, to, you know, if there was a, if, if you really and truly did feel superior to somebody, why the fuck would you even talk to them? Why would you mention anything to anyone that you that you know it, you wouldn't? Because they would be. It's like, do you see uh, spiders talking to flies?
1: Nah, they don't fuck with each other for real. <laughs> <laughs> right? They're,
2: they're, one is just food to the other. Yeah, but, but they're not. They're not talking.
1: They're not fucking talking. No one's talking. No shit. Now I feel like when flies and shit get caught in. Webs, they be talking hella shit. Like,
0: yeah. I,
1: I just like to believe that these niggas, they're like, I, I know this is it. I'm getting my shit off. Fuck this nigga, man. Damn, damn. <laughs> yeah, He's of, shit. it's just mad fly expletives. <laughs> Part reaching out for the homies, part saying, Baby, I love you. <laughs> I, I was just headed around the corner to the bodega to get a couple of, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. Uh, kosher dill pickles, you know, like the pouches. You know I, I know, I know that shit's your favorite. We just had a fight. I was blowing off some steam. I was just oh, getting man. a couple of fucking, a couple of petunias or something just to make up and it's say, Baby, 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 baby. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> It, it, and they gonna get that far he, he right around the corner right into that fucking spider web and he's
0: like <laughs>
1: going nuts and then it's multiple stages in grief Yeah, you start to feel like when you're watching this nigga struggling that web and that struggle web and that web of struggle you start to see or sense damn I think this is the part where it's no longer denial. That now, this motherfucker is starting to accept.
2: Starting accept it, just it is what it like, is. Like
1: nigga, I have not the tools. <laughs> I have razor sharp fucking wings. Like there's nothing I can do, dog. And he's got eight of them legs. He got eight of them. He got wings, eight of them legs. I got the sticky weight I got these fucking. You know what I'm saying? All I got Call is it. all I got is the two prayer hands. I rub together like I'm up to something. Whenever <laughs> I land on shit. Whenever I land on some shit. And then I take that and I rub the Swiffer over my eyes, <laughs> o- over my compound eyes. You know what I'm saying? I do the windshield wiper thing, and then I'm like, hey. Oh I'm man. To, I'm up to some, you know, some sinister shit, some sinister shit. They always look like they got a, a harebrained scheme going on, dog. Yeah. Nah, like, dude, nah, he ain't doing none of that shit no more, nigga. Like he's no, stuck in the web and he just starts, he stops struggling so much. And he's like, Yeah, I think that this is it. This is the cycle of life. I think that this is it. You know, the circle of life starts to play in his head. Because that's what the family was just watching before they left. They was watching the Lion King, him, and the baby maggots, just chilling on the couch. He's like, hey, baby, I'm going to run around the corner, man. And I'm going to grab a couple man. of things. Yeah, I'm at the stove. You niggas want something? And they was like, no, 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 we good. Or, you know what I'm saying? He was just going to fulfill an order, man, to be that's a good dad. Man. And that was all, and that nigga ran into that web, bro. He he and ran smooth into Charlotte's web. <laughs> Boy. Ran smooth into it. Charlotte didn't give a fuck about his fucking. Oh man, I, I got a family to go home. No, I don't give a shit. No that ain't words. My problem. To your point, no words were exchanged. That, no words. I don't, don't even understand
2: you. Yeah. I don't. I do like what's what?
1: language? I just what kill is language? Shit. I just eat <laughs> and reproduce, nigga. That's all I do. It's all I care to do. That's why I'm here. I just, I literally, I spend my whole life with my plate in my hand. (laughs) And I wait for things to fall into it. And then I eat. That's all that life is. Yeah. To a motherfucker. That's what it comes out. I just sit there with my plate in my hand until I die. And I die. And I just eat. And I die with my plate in my hand. Yeah. That's my whole lifespan, nigga. So no, I have nothing to say to you. I don't give a fuck. I don't know what fly is. What the fuck is this?
2: I had no idea. I don't, I don't
1: understand it. And, and in fact, I'm tired of hearing, I'm just tired. I'm just tired of hearing all of this bullshit. I'm going to just wrap, I'm going to just wrap you the fuck rap up. Wrap you up. And I'm, I'm going to store you up. up. I'm going to store you for later. <laughs> and then, and then, when I ingest, ingest you via my enzymes and shit, they turn these niggas into smoothies anyway. Yeah. They turn it's them into over. smoothies. Not even, a, they, enjoy not the even shit. they turn them into fucking struggle smoothies, and then they oh, oh man and struggle then, smoothies. Yes, yeah, so then they put the fucking straw in there. You know the loop. Oh, you know yep. the loopy the one, the ass straw in there, and then they just sip their victim. It's just over. Pause. Yeah. It's crazy. there's mush. That's not the just mush. mush. Just soup. A, just a struggle smoothie. Yeah, just a struggle smoothie. Just a struggle <laughs> smoothie. You know what I'm saying? And like that's it. That's the end. Oh man! No family photos. Nah, no, no one family. cares. No, no obituaries. No, just nope. saying, Gene. There's no words exchanged. That's what no, you said. Words exchange, no words exchanged. No words. Back to the nations.
2: Oh man! Yeah, man. So that's that's really it. I mean,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, but yeah. So going back to the MMA uh, thing and uh, you uh, and the OC, you know, there's just like a bunch of these these people. Uh, these nationalist people, these white nationalist people, who go out and are are being trained in mixed martial arts, so they could do harm. So, that's the thing about why you know, like the the difference of culture between today and in the past, and it's only gonna. I mean, it's it's just the way of things. It, that's just the way of things. Just because of the, the the way that the country is, or not necessarily country, but the way the society is you know we're a capitalist society people are gonna go get their monies some people don't have huh
1: get your money playboy
2: yeah get your money you know um and uh but yeah that that's so that's what we got um but that's why it's really good to see you know the George Saint-Pierre's the um the Khabib's these guys these are the guys who uh should be the face of MMA uh as champions you know, even like, let me, t- like, you know, people be like, well, you know, you don't like it No. Like, and then they, they throw Muhammad Ali into that pot you know, like of the, of, of the champions where, you know, he was a, you know, a shit talker and blah, blah, blah. No. And it like, no, he wasn't. Like Muhammad Ali, first off, Muhammad Ali, is, what, the reason they call Muhammad Ali the greatest champion of all time, isn't because he was the greatest boxer of all time. I think a lot of people, that's what they, they, they try to uh, argue. is like, he wasn't the great. No, he, he didn't, he lost. Like, he lost fights. Yeah. Everybody loses fights. He was great because of what he, what he embodied.
1: Yeah. He goes what, down in history as a fucking person who happened ex- to yeah. be a world champion. Exactly. Exactly.
2: He's, exactly.
1: he's not just a person. He, he was an icon. Exactly. And that's something and that most organisms, like he's up there with Alexander the great. Yeah. Mansa Musa. Shout oh, man. To, shout out to Mansa Musa. Um, you know what I'm saying? he He's up there with Bruce Lee. He's up there with uh, Musashi Miyamoto. Shout out yeah. to him. Shout out to the Book of Five Rings. Yeah, yeah. Samurai. Shout, shout out to uh, <laughs> the Unfettered Mind, Pakwon Soho. <laughs> oh, man. You know, but yeah, he's up there with a handful of niggas who are a part of the motive forces of history. Because like, when you think about what made this world spin from antiquity to now, mm-hmm. it's a few handfuls of human beings and that's it. It ain't millions of niggas who've ever mattered. No. There could be millions really. of motherfuckers alive at the same time and during those times and billions even. But there aren't billions of people that were the motive forces of uh, society per se unless they moved in a monolithic way. But it was... Mm-hmm. Individuals who set things in motion that would be the spark to be the change in all of those millions and billions of people that be that ended up being the thing to create the energy or the vibes yes. the necessary to move the planet in a certain direction and society and civilization in a certain direction. You know what I'm saying? I agree with you,
2: dude, hundred percent.
1: Absolutely, but it's never been millions or billions to me. No. A lot wow. of niggas are born and then and then they die and it was pretty inconsequential. Yeah, unfortunately, it'd be like that sometimes. We weren't designed to all be like you know what I'm saying. Like those who have it in them, and that thing that's in them manifest because it was probably a manifestation of a set of instructions, whatever it might have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. With another planet with a certain set of instructions and. They didn't know it, but they were like caterpillars, you know what I'm saying like there was an interesting um a concept that rogan had about being electronic caterpillars like we do things unbeknownst to us, but it's a set of instructions um that is to lead us to create and build the structures and the and make the kind of plays that we make and then we don't know, but it's headed in a certain direction and we don't know where we're going, but we're headed there because we can't help but do that. We can't help but make yeah. decisions that lead to the things that lead to the changes necessary to usher humanity into a different era, into a higher version of ourselves and ultimately a different version of ourselves entirely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we don't realize it. We just do what we do because this is what we are to do. This is just what we've done. And this is like we don't know this. Like a caterpillar doesn't know that it's doing caterpillar shit. It's just doing what it has to. It's yeah. just doing what it must. It's just trying to survive. It's just trying to, right? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it is not necessarily consciously doing it. And even things that it thinks it's consciously doing is doing on an unconscious level.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we call it we call it instinct, right? That's yeah. what we've termed it. Mean, that's what but... we've
1: called it.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. We think that we have some control over things. Mhm. We think that we do. But that's our human understanding of things.
2: Yeah that's how we comprehend it yeah
1: and this language that we're speaking right now we made that shit up too these are just sounds that i'm making that you recognize
2: yeah isn't that a trip isn't that really that's a trip like how and i was thinking about this actually a couple days ago uh, i forgot what i was doing but the fact that you know um language language is so interesting because your brain uh I forgot what it's called, but the, the when you create your language, your brain actually starts to have this neuroplasticity and it starts to form uh, the certain neuron channels to understand that particular uh, aspect of language and whatnot. And so, like I said, there's just sounds, right? These are just sounds. Like if we said this to someone in China, they, you know, it's interesting because they wouldn't understand. It would just be sound. It would literally just be sounds to them. Mm-hmm. And you know, but for me and for you, these are, you know, uh, words or sounds or me or, or things that with meanings, definitions and, uh, purpose, you know? Um, so it's really, it's really interesting how, like you said, sounds and language have played such a huge role in, uh, who we are. That's it's, it's insane. And then there's a study uh, that kind of basically said, like, any if you're a person who is able to speak multiple languages, then your uh, I forgot what it was exactly, but your your uh, your cognitive abilities are actually
1: enhanced. You're not a piece of shit like the rest of them. Yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> you know multiple languages. Us no. ain't shits over here. Nah. No, so we barely speak our own language and shit out. Yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now, this motherfucker. That's that's gotta be why they excel when they move to a monolingual place like this, like America. Mm-hmm. People from anywhere else, really, like Europe, the Asians, Asian minority, Asian, yeah. minor, wherever, anywhere where it's just a part of the culture to speak multiple languages because it's all kind of people around you. Unlike here, where it's mad, uh, it's mad different people, but we all just yeah. speak English. Um, yeah. I think that I come across some kind of literature a long time ago. So it it was along the lines of what you were saying is that they have higher cognitive capabilities because of the way that their brain was forced to develop with neuroplasticity. They didn't wear such specific and narrow grooves into their minds, into their matter, because they had to... There's a lot of plasticity that has to take place for you to take in other languages. Also, they all learn these languages when they're young, Exactly. When yeah. You're in theta mode, which is your most creative mode and that's a child form. So, in that mm-hmm. small finite window of time, children can learn languages fast as fuck. In fact, yeah. they can learn instruments, a whole lot of a whole lot of shit fast as hell early in like early in their life before they start wearing grooves into their neural pathways as yeah. they develop. As you get older, you leave Theta mode and you start to get into Beta mode, Alpha mode. That's when things start to congeal and solidify your concepts of life and the way that you see things and the way that you live and the way that you adapt. Exactly. Based on your history now, because now you have a history now that you've lived for some period of time. Now you have a history. And now um, you're judging things and Providing context based on what you think you know about the world, yeah, based yeah, on yeah. your influences. You've you've been l- living long enough to have influences, good and bad, that can stunt and stifle. Also, at this point, you've encoded a lot of things into your subconscious as a child and and, and as a baby, that become the tape that simply plays whether you want it to or not. That drives the entire narrative to your life, ultimately. So you have to be conscious and aware of that to be able to make any kind of change at all.
2: Yeah, and that's whatsoever. good. That's
1: and Dr. Bruce Lipton talked about this a lot in one of my favorite books of all time. He's, he's just one of my favorite thinkers. It's called The Biology of Belief. Because on a cellular level, he believes, on a biological level, your thoughts and what you choose to try to think about and consider um, affect you on a cellular and on a a, a molecular level because again he is along the lines of because he's like a biologist um, think about a thought or a notion it's not something that's it's not nebulae it's not nebulous it doesn't come from nowhere it's a set Mm. of processes everything that you do is a set of processes and so it's like if you have a notion or a thought positive or negative think about your environment your environment is the first thing that you come into contact with that um, helps you generate thought, helps generate this or that. That's a stimuli, mm-hmm. and if it's a, if it's a stimuli, it gets absorbed, it interpreted, it gets processed, yeah. and this and that. Well, you're you're like your genetic code is wired to make all of this fucking work. Period. This whole machine that is you work. Isn't it insane? So if that's the case, and if you're mostly water, mostly um, electricity, I say that we're batteries, and on that notion. This goes back to Dr. Bruce Lipton. If you have a thought, or this or that, or your environment is this way or that way, you um, you basically, your environment informs your DNA on what to do next. And so oh, your absolute, DNA yeah. is just, uh, your DNA then tells your proteins and which proteins what to do and when and where to do it. So mm-hmm. if you could put yourself in a better environment or an environment purposefully so that you can get a certain kind of result to manifest within you physically. It can affect you mentally and thus ultimately physically based on the way that you believe yourself to be. So like, Hey man, I'm not sick or this or that. If you're not too far gone and if it's not some terminal, you could begin to change because you will oh, yeah. simply respond to also, external to you kinda is a thought it's like no i'm i'm not even I'm not even surrounding myself with that bullshit. If you don't guess what your body's absorbing non bullshit is not garbage If you put something actively like a book information that can plant within you the seeds of something that can grow into something that's actually fruitful, mm-hmm. then that's something that can actually allow you to grow
2: oh, I so right
1: that is actively detrimental to your person or to your mind well your body will have and receive certain signals your neurotransmitters will tell your dna to do this and send these proteins out to do that sort of thing to create the kind of environment you think that you want and it'll reinforce those thoughts or those notions and and from that will be the scaffolding upon which you will build your new world there is no one world to me is everyone's no, own no, individual no, no, singular no. worlds, their own ecosystems. See what I'm saying? Uh,
2: yeah, no, I, you know, it's really uh, interesting that you mentioned that is because it's, I mean, like even on the most basic level, right? So, um, I mean, everything that you're saying, right? Uh, there's so many levels to it, right? Um, but on the, on, just even on the superficial s- surface level, how I guess for people to better understand what you're kind of uh, you're saying.
1: Right. Cause I sound nuts.
2: No, no, you are actually crazy, <laughs> you know, you sound like, you know, I mean uh, you actually know what you're talking about, but natural selection, right? So, so natural selection is this idea that um, you, and I'm, I'm just really kind of giving a general uh, go on it is like, so there were two concepts. So natural selection, uh, basically, kind of Darwin-y thingy, where you know, the it's,
0: it's,
2: yeah, the Darwin-y thingy, and it's just like you know, uh, you, you your your group, the mutations in your group, mm-hmm. whatever's most advantage to the environment, that particular individual or group, whatever that that trait is, that's what is is uh, uh, excuse me, um, prolonged. I'll just say that uh, it, it's the one, it's the one that uh survives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other ones that don't do so well in the environment, they die off. And then, you know, hopefully the reproduction of that that particular variant is the one that the, the variant uh, trait or dream that made it better for you to survive in your environment is the one that continues on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there was the other dude. I forgot his name. Another guy from around this time, Darren's time. Um, but it was kind of like the reverse where it was like, you know, if you're in your environment, your, your environment can actually uh physically have a effect on you to the point you change like like the thing is like with giraffes for example right so giraffe uh say giraffe has short neck Mm -hmm. and there's the tall tree and the you know the tree is fucking there and the giraffe wants to eat the 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 branches on the high part of the tree and so it's just like but it can't but it can't right so it's like uh they were like, oh, okay, so what the, the did the draft? do? The draft just kept stretching its neck, and stretching its neck, and stretching its neck, and eventually uh, that's how it evolved. It just kept stretching its neck, you know, to, to reach the higher trees. And so, um, so they said that wasn't the right, the right uh, idea for evolution. Um, but we actually, going to your point, right? We actually, because it's actually kind of like a, a, a- It's a
1: marriage of the two. It is because when you think about, I think it really is. I want to say that the term, and I could be wrong, but it's, man, it's been so long. Biological determinism was the concept, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. But I think that's right. It. Yeah. So you got it. Um, uh, my memory's shit. I'm glad yours is it's good. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So that was the thing. Kind of going back to what you're talking about now. Um, our environment does affect us. Right, because mm-hmm. it does have uh, physical and uh, almost cellular changes. Because I mean, it's the simple fact that there's stress. Stress is, you know, it releases the the basic the cortisol in your system, I and mean, the cortisol makes you fucking act one way or another. Mm-hmm. So
1: And that stress comes from what environment, your environment, anything right? external, and it's not necessarily a, a physical place. It can be a mental place that you it could to, be, but Absolutely. it's brought about. No one's floating in outer space, which is also a, and environment and could fucking stress you out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah if you don't have a mask or a helmet. with no suit or fucking helmet. And yeah. hurtling toward Mercury and it's fucking hot there. <laughs> that could cause some, some stress. That yeah, could it a little bit. You know, a little bit. You, know, you know? Just a little bit. Tap it. But to your point, that stress, that's the environment. And that's yeah. activating certain nodes, certain receptors, which give your body and your DNA that deox- uh, deoxy- uh, what is it? deoxyribonucleic acid? Yeah. Yeah. De- yeah it's been that's so it. long since yeah, I said supercalifragilistic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even say
2: it anymore. Oh, I just, I'm, I'm <laughs> such an acronym motherfucker that oh, I, man, you know, yeah. if I can shorten it, I'm, that's where I'm going. Yeah,
1: that was absurd to even call it that. Um, so, then your body has its, its instructions and now your DNA tells. Mm-hmm. It's not your DNA doing stuff, it's, telling your proteins, it's about the proteins, what it is. to do, because your proteins are responsible for everything, for repair, for the scaffolding, for um, Absolutely, It is process your proteins are, and so your DNA tells your proteins what to do, where to go. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the air traffic controller of, yeah. of the evolutionary process. From department to department?
2: We are very, very much a, a mechanical system.
1: Yeah, like we're a soup. Again, we're a super organism. We think of ourselves as people. Mm-hmm. But that's a human but, way of doing shit. Mm-hmm. We're, we're actually a bunch of fucking things that have to work together in concert so that I can have a conversation with Gene.
0: Mm-hmm. Thank, that's, God,
1: tr- thank God for my skin. What if my skin fell asleep at the wheel? It didn't God. wake up in time to go to work today. <laughs>
2: Oh man, you'd be a, you know, you'd be a Javante soup,
1: buddy. Yeah. That, yeah. That'd I wouldn't be. i digging X Men. Yeah, yeah. Remember the senator when his turn. <clears throat> and he could turn the water <laughs> on the fucking. Yeah. Oh, man. In. You see what I'm saying? But everything is doing its thing. Sometimes it is. some parts of your body are slack. This, this fucking department is slack, and that, that department is slack. And, you know, my, you know, sebaceous was slack and so I'm all oily and, shit and shiny as fuck because it's slack and it's not breaking the oils down or it's yep. eating too much. It's doing too fucking much, yep. right? But mm-hmm. that's you balancing your body out, like that's the the yin and the yang. But yeah, it's the environment. Like, look, it, look at what too much light tells your skin to do. Isn't it, that it insane? Got information from out there.
2: It did. So this kind of goes to the point, and I've uh, yeah. and I'll probably I gotta go ladies bricks now because I'm saying it's five. Oh we had a great cut. Huh? Um, but uh, kind of it's exactly to what you're saying, it's like there is a intellectual design. I don't care what anybody says, mm-hmm. but there is a, because you can't deny the, the, the oh my God. it's not so random that certain, I mean, out of the millions of processes that our body is actually going through, mm-hmm. and now these are processes that, again, have to go through trial and error. Even over a billion years. Think about that. So say we've, they, I think they said they, the, the the Earth has been around like 4.5 billion years, right? Quite a while. Yeah, it's, it's pretty long. Now, now, consider that we have just a billion, uh, not, I'm not saying we just have, but there are <laughs> billions of you know, uh, neurons in your mind just functioning and snapping and blah, 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 blah. Now, these things have to be developed.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know, and if we go down that path of evolution um, and again, I'm not an evolutionist. I'm not a, you know, a biologist or anything like that. I'm just saying just from, I'm standing from the common man's understanding who's, you know, uh, learned shit in school. Um, We, those processes are pretty fucking complicated, you know? Um, So for, for them to actually, for us to be who we are, right now only 4.5 billion years later which which humans they said didn't even show up until maybe like two point or 3.5 million years ago or something like that i can't remember i I'm completely completely off
1: we've been here but it wasn't hilariously short period of time
2: yeah super short you know and then well i take that back. Primates we're here yeah we're, we're, we're here. barely here like in a blink of yeah. eye so um so that i'm um, what i mean is primates that's what they that's what we're categorized as, right? Mm-hmm. So primates have been here point or 3.5 million years or something like that. Humans, they said, have been here maybe about, like, us, us, like, our uh, homo sapien, blah, 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 blah. We've been here maybe like 200,000 years or 300,000 years, some bullshit like that.
1: Homo erectus has been here by far and away the longest, and they say that we'll probably never be able to do that again. That's insane, right? Because Homo erectus, yeah, like, they've been here for millions. I want to say, like, over 2 million years.
2: Yeah, okay, that's only, what it is.
1: Yeah, and then we've only been here homo sapiens because homo florensis, um, and then, you know, like the uh, Neanderthals, homo mm-hmm. Neanderthalis homo florensis, um, and then those cats have been here a, a longer period of time um, than we have. But we, we're... Too Blink different. of an eye. We're too different
2: yeah so it's it's an oddity we're, we're definitely there's some odd things that i i've i'm interested in researching more yeah. you know and you know i always tell people that one of the biggest uh and i'm, I'm gonna i'll kind of finish up with this but because you know we'll, we'll have a talk again in hey, the future i'm sure
1: this was so easy dog that we gotta continue to just do this this man. again bro if you want yeah play, man if, you, if you're willing to play Bless the podcast and great, great <laughs> podcast and the listeners with your presence, man. I'm sure. I mean, like, when oh, ends, brother,
2: I love great. talking to you. I love talking I, to you, too, bro. Uh, I love, uh, I love this. Uh, it's been it's an absolute pleasure speaking with you. Um, yeah, it's just like Neanderthals, right? Um, and I'm glad that you remember all the uh, the categorical terms because I fucking don't, I, I missed a few. Uh, close enough much closer than most <laughs> uh, but they are known of the anathals well i take that back because they just disre- they they just released a recent
1: there were some uh, paper it's like yeah some theories th- so they there's- think that possibly they didn't die off but we merged to form the motherfuckers that we are today some right people are today and there's another theory that says that we're not all we're not all, and this makes sense to me, and this is why we beef so much. We're not all the same kind of human, like, we're not the same people. Well, see, we yeah, are so ch- people, but we're not the same,
2: yeah. It's we're, we're different, you know, subspecies, right? Yeah, so, 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 it's interesting first because, um, there for the longest time have been no Neanderthals in Africa, and now they said they recently. Found a, pot- a possible, uh, for, uh, I don't know, like a finger or something like that. Uh,
1: and that wasn't and where they were from to begin with, though. No, everyone where it's cold and where it's rocky and KV. you know what I'm talking about. That's where the yeah. clothes and shit. but see, this the
2: is world. the thing is this every other species except for Neanderthal came from Africa, all of them, even the ones, yeah. So, why? Didn't they evolve there? So my thing is this, and I'm going to be a complete asshole when I say this, uh, <laughs> but I don't believe they existed. And I think that that was a construct created during, uh, what was it? like? You know, when when that natural science between like the this, what, 18th century to like mm. uh, 19th, you know how it was kind of, well, not kind of, but it was geared towards certain uh, racist- Why shit?
1: Yeah, just- do yeah, opinions, it's like they, it's, yeah, like when yeah. St. Thomas Aquinas and those cats started when science itself, the discipline came about, I want to say in the 17th or 16th century. Yeah, well, yeah. Those fucking people, come on, they had the pen. They got yeah. the right. History was his story. His wa- story. And so the first people to get to information and knowledge and to actually create, a lot of us in the diaspora came about in an oral tradition. That's how we... Passed on knowledge and wisdom right those niggas wrote everything down and so since they said everything that's written is canon well that's a white notion and thought a eurocentric notion and thought so nothing else counted nothing else was real to them because they said that we are the weavers we are the weavers of the fabrics of society history anything in between anything beyond history didn't start until we said it started
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah we'll see and that's another point we'll have to have another discussion on the history thing too because now there. are uh see i always uh i look for not necessarily groups right because groups just follow that's what we that's what happens i look for uh head figures because head figures are the ones who determine basically the literature that you get the information that you get the uh the beliefs that you have right mm-hmm. like all that shit, for example, we'll just use a Catholic church as a, as a, um, as an example. So when, uh, what's that dude's name?
1: Martin Luther, right? Yeah. So, when Martin... so he was, um, did he start Catholic?
2: Cause no. He, he no, he started Catholic. A, he, he, he was. Clearly he was, was a, a Catholic. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> he had a dad one was like, just like, like, yeah, yeah so I'm yeah. <laughs> <so> Lutheran. <laughs> In
1: honor of.
2: Yeah, no, he. that's when he branched off. It was because he was a Catholic. Um, that's how you got and, right. Yeah. And so, like, what happened was, and a lot of people, I don't know if they know this, but uh, the literature, that, t- like, a lot of people, there's a lot of misconceptions about Europe. You know, um, a lot of misconceptions about Europe, just as any other part of the world. But and the misconception is of its, uh, what do you call that? uh uh, sophistication and how sophisticated Europe was, right? That's yeah,
1: they need to revisit who gave them their sophistication and, and in fact, their civility.
2: So, yeah, so that's like, um, that's one. So going back to Martin Luther really quick, right? So the church used to have all the doctrines, and all the doctrines were basically the education of the people. Mm-hmm. you know, And so unless you were part of nobility, nobility or you're an aristocrat, you didn't read, you didn't fucking, you didn't know shit from shit, mm-hmm. right? You just, you know, that's why the uh, religion was so important because it was only, you know, uh, knowledge that you were given.
1: Everything was flea bottom. Bam! Flea bottom Oops. and Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of fucking codricks.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, so it's like, so, so that was the case. So what Martin Luther did was he read the text, he was like, "This is some bullshit. Doesn't make sense. Some things are conflicting here." He took it to another level. He then printed out his own material because I think that was uh, with the use of the Gutenberg press, like because the Gutenberg. That was another thing that changed in Europe too—the Gutenberg press, because that's when you started being able to print shit like on mass level. So, mm. you know, so um, but again, a lot of people they're not they don't they're not putting the the, the pieces together to see how one thing you know, uh, waterfalls into
1: another thing. It's a one billion piece puzzle, man.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shit, right? You got me, got that right. Um, So he started passing out his his material that contradicted the Catholic Church's doctrine and dogma, and that started the beef.
1: Because that's not the narrative, nigga. What are you doing? Exactly. Our mass hypnosis, huh?
2: Exactly. So now think about this the Catholic church, right. And I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, you know, whoever hears this, I'm not You're denouncing anything.
1: I am Trevante. We're just having a melding of the minds, bro. We're yeah. Just discussing and just letting our minds go.
2: Yeah. I mean like, like shit. Um, just being so curious. I, just being, I'm not, again, just a. I'm going to put it out there. I'm not a religious person. I, I, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. I know that sounds fucking LA as fuck, but
1: whatever. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> <laughs> we don't believe
2: in <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but you know it's like, uh, people gotta remember politics. Politics has always played a huge part you in the world's history. Politics, politics. Thank you. So, so, uh, <laughs> the the people in power during that time. Happen to be part of the church and they all, and, and, that, and that goes for the Islamic church and that goes for the Catholic church. Cause those were the two big entities that controlled millions of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you gotta, people got to remember that. And, and these any, whenever you're a group who has power and there's another group who has power for, for a reason that's mostly deals with greed and other shit, there's conflict.
1: Bro, so this is Netflix versus Hulu versus Amazon Prime. Exactly, it's never changed, and so this is um, Fox versus CBS versus they're competing for the same niggas on the same planet. Still,
2: exactly to this so, day, to this day, right? So the the point I'm trying to make, I use Lutheran or uh, Martin Luther, was because it, it's all about control of information, mm-hmm. and and we have to, and I think we have to, as a people, we have to start actually looking. More towards the actual individuals behind the causes, opposed to kind of letting it become part of the nebula, and then you know, because then we can't figure out who the problem is, mm-hmm. and if we can't figure out the problem, then we can't get to the solution. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like, uh, you know, uh, when black people were brought over to America as slaves, right? Mm-hmm. And um, even though they had white indentured servants and all that stuff, and they were they were uh, coexisting in like certain parts of uh, the country, whatever. But the big change came when the dude, I think it was the Virginia thing, where he, he it was like, the, uh, like 1733 or some bullshit like that. I don't know. But he, you know, that's when we had the establishment of black and white. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, they had to, the white, Proletariat had to and the the elites had to separate they had to separate the poor whites,
0: yes yes,
1: from the enslaved blacks, so what they gave them was a false power and exactly of superiority over people that they were um in constant contact with. Because they knew that down the line, they would need those individuals, to this very day, mm-hmm. those individuals to further their commercial endeavors. Because that's, that's what it was all about. That's what it was all about. like, and Well, people. I guess we need people. Yeah, we need people. <laughs> it's several of us, there are millions of them. We need people. But we're better than them. We know this, but they don't need to know that. But what they need to know is that they are better than them. Exactly. That becomes the motive force. Exactly. That that drives consumerism. That drives hatred. It does. Everything's emotional. So if you keep everyone emotionally inflamed for no reason and keep everyone worried about the wrong things, then (laughs) Mm -hmm. they can't worry about the right things. Exactly. Anything done ever, which is why today it's 18 74 whatever the fuck <laughs> it ain't it ain't
2: 2020 no but no. it very yeah. much is yeah yeah and so that is exactly you know uh the point of it all it's, it's like focus on the actual uh uh the cause of 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 the problem and that's how you can come up with the solution because if you can't again if you don't know the problem you'll never. you can guess you can theorize about it all day but you want to actually be able to, to, to solve it. And um, so yeah, that, yeah. So that's why, um, again, and it's like, do you, have you ever, yeah, I'm sure you've you know seen it, but like, have you seen old images and old uh, artwork uh, of uh, Italy from, you know, like I'm talking about maybe anywhere between, maybe like I think uh, uh, one AD and like, and like maybe 7, AD or whatever. But they're, they're images of Etruscans. If you ever see the Etruscans, you're like, you know, we hear the narrative all the time. Why are there black people in uh, Italy or in Sicily, right? And everybody goes to the Moors bullshit, right? Like that happened. There's no doubt about it. Not going to say it didn't happen. But it, it, it's almost as if we didn't, if we didn't know how to travel past, you know, the Sahara Desert. Like we said, here's the Sahara Desert, oh, we got to turn back. No, it's like, first off, that's the biggest pile of shit because we, and when I say we, I'm talking about uh, uh, people of darker skin.
1: Of the diaspora, the African diaspora. Yeah.
2: Moved up to uh, the rest of the world. Where so we- everybody, so the, every, at the end of the day, if you want to be technical about it, everybody's black. Yes. But, Easy. right easy you know easies. easy so but we've we're so uh we're, we're hung up again like on 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 uh veneers and facades and and labels and blah 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 and because again powerful people know what the fuck they're doing
1: the renaissance period bro mm. so that was a critical moment too because that was one of the first times that was really really the first time unless there was a time before that that I'm not aware of that um a deity was really given a face yes outside of a cave <clears throat> drawing and so they all decided on kid rock kid rock kid uh kid rock would be their jesus and when you gave a deity a face and that means well kid rock's got a dad well that's god so now god's a person a face yeah. A thing looks down at you, stares at you. When that happened, that was really the first marketing campaign for the Crusades and everything to follow.
2: Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, um, well, you're absolutely right. I don't
1: know. The Crusades were before or after. I can't fucking remember. It was no, I, well,
2: before. Before. Uh, but I know, what yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's. Um...
1: The Renaissance is when they began their first viral campaign mm-hmm. for white supremacy. <laughs> mm hmm from a place of Eurocentricity, but it was to make and paint the world white. Because if we are to be under one God and that God is white or that, or, and then sent sent his son down to rock out, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, to have dominion, then the people that look like that guy are going to be of the guy and therefore better than those guys who don't resemble or look like that guy. Well, you were the first people to commission artists, and they used art as the vehicle by which to deliver the message to the world. Mm-hmm. Then they, and then they did the papal bull in 1492 uh, or 95, something like that, mm-hmm. where they drew, they drew the line, of demarcation, which separated the Catholic world from the rest of it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I helped South America split in half. Now it's like, all right, so half of it is a uh, Spanish speaking, the other half is Portuguese. Um uh, well that's literally where the line of demarcation was drawn by the Catholics way back then. And that split the world in half.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And so the thing the the funny thing is uh the original
1: Don't that- quote me on the dates, listeners. <laughs> Look that shit <laughs> yeah. yourself.
2: Yeah, me either. Just we're just giving the generals here.
1: Just the gist.
2: Uh, um the, the the original portraits of uh, the oil paintings, I think they were, or whatever they were, but mm-hmm. of uh, the Jesus that came around during the Renaissance, I think actually that, um, and don't quote me, but the, the model, the model for that image was the either son or the nephew. And again, this is how power works. Mm-hmm. It was the son or the nephew of either one of the high cardinals uh, I don't think it was the pope. It was either one of the high cardinals or one of the or the kings that were that were a part of the uh, the Roman Catholic Empire. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it was a stencil.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was, and, and so blue eyes? that's what,
1: okay. Yeah, blue eyes, long hair. Okay, cool, long hair.
2: Then yeah, that's what they did. And the funny thing is this too is that you know when we, when we talk about white people, right? A lot of people even like white is just a new thing. From America, like we, like we. That's one of the things we can claim ownership over, right? Mm. But white is, um, it's a very very thing. It's because, again, it just goes to the
1: to the. Oh, they make it pretty clear here. White no, here. White. Yeah. <laughs> here, yeah,
2: here, yeah. Not, yeah. And that's it's very interesting because it's t- two set, different sets of ideology, right? So it's yeah, like, like
1: if you're in Europe,
2: it's German, different.
1: A German is a German. Yeah. Um, yeah. A Swede is a Swede. Yeah. A Finn yeah. is Finnish from Finland.
2: Right? And you and they know it. And they know and, and see that's the thing about America that's fucked up is because of that generalization. Because I think and honestly, that's why I think a lot of uh black people in America have an issue. Is because if you go to uh again, like you said, Europe, right? If you go to Africa, you know what part of the the, the, I'll just say the, the landmass you're from, mm-hmm. you know? So you have, and then, and then that builds on culture and that builds on dialects and blah, 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 But here, I mean, that also builds on our, our, our physical nature, our bodies, cause that, you know, deals with food and, and, and uh, like, you know, diets and past diets and, and certain different things that we used to do.
1: Are you saying that we're not a monolith?
2: Unfortunately, <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, that's what it is. Yep. You know, I mean, look, if we're going to be a monolith, then let's fucking be serious. Right. Let's be it. serious. Exactly.
1: There's we no can't. greater diversity of people than us.
2: So it's like we're South America. I mean, everywhere, mm. everywhere. Yeah. Um. Everywhere. But yeah, so like
1: I'm black. Anderson Silva's Anderson but, Silva's black. But guess what? That niggas, he speaks Portuguese. And he grew up in Brazil, keratin. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. and, and we're not alike, but we are alike, but we're very different. But we're alike.
2: Yeah, strange, right? That's black. But, <laughs> yeah. But and so, but you know, and the crazy thing is this. So, for example, you know, I know you us living in LA, right? Mm-hmm. You've met Samoan brothers, you've met Tonkin brothers. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you didn't know. You just like, oh, that's a you know a light skinned black brother,
1: a big ass light skinned black dude. Yep, big, right? Biggest fuck. But now that we have the the uh, Shinigami eyes to see, like, <laughs> oh okay, okay. Ryuk would be like, no, that's a uh, that's one of them, <laughs> Polynesian blacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, and you know, be a it is. So, but and it's uh, and so this is
2: again, this is how um, the control of uh, classification is, is, is so important and mm-hmm. perspective is so important because now you know uh from historic texts from uh white nationalist perspectives black people are just an African
1: right uh yep or or that niggas have been there before. I haven't have you? Yeah. Yeah that's right go back to yeah. your back to where go where, but now <laughs> I, I don't have to go far to get home yeah, yeah i live here
2: <laughs> i live in fucking you know I was fucking, la that's yeah, what was,
1: all right fine so I was, I was headed home anyway
2: yeah i'm down the street um but why isn't and again this is just the control of of information mm-hmm. why uh aren't aren't people in the, the pacific realm and in the Polynesian uh, areas, and the Hawaiian areas, and and you know, southern uh, Southern Asian areas, you know, why aren't these people included in the black category? You know, now is it now, now again is it a question of because it comes from two places? I know, you know, there's the black movement that happened in America, right? And then there's also the categorization of black by white, uh, the white Nationalists and and and, and the uh, or the, the government, the actual government, you know, so if we're going to be, if we're going to, if we're going to really like, if you want to throw us in that, throw us in that bucket, you better start throwing other people. But you know what? You haven't
1: done that. They're not threats whatsoever. Yeah. Like a nigga in Guam or, um, you know, uh, Papua New Guinea New or New Guinea who fucking cares? Exactly. Plus they don't see them as like, yeah, if one, they're not black. They're not. Because, uh, yeah, they're not. not and,
2: and 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 their pers- in their perspective, they're not black. Exactly. Well, but f-
1: black is all of the lack that they feel that they have that we have over them. Mm-hmm. That's why we are so small a population, but take up the highest amount of hard drive space in their lives, and in their memories, and in their thoughts, and in their policies, and in everything that they design to suppress this small population is because they are fully aware of the power we naturally walk with and wield that are unaware of unfortunately we need to feel and understand and recognize and exercise our true power but they feel it because it is energy and they can't match it and they don't have it so they have to come up with some dense network of just so many layers of schemes and plots and campaigns and and modalities and ways to suppress us in every possible way and they've done it and they've never let up and they've kept the pressure on full tilt full speed ahead this whole time because I'm telling you they feel as though they cannot afford to let us flourish in any possible way and so they went for the mind as soon as they could I, I, it's the first thing you do in the circus I'm guessing is when you have the biggest mammal on the planet that you have to learn how to control. You got to let, you got to destroy its mind. You got to get it to believe yeah absolutely. can't break those chains when it could, without even thinking about it. It's one of the most powerful organisms on the planet. They, they took notice of this. And so they went for the mind first. Plus they sold something to the people that they were already familiar with. They were already familiar with slavery. So, Mm -hmm. you have some of the captors that look like you. Them niggas sold y'all off because of tribalism. They Mm -hmm. understood that they were different and that in that there's diversity, but that's when diversity gets unfortunate. So that's when King Gizo and and like you know, like the people in the Mali Empire and like the, Mm -hmm. you name it, they had their own slaves. They looked like and resembled them Possibly, mm-hmm. but they weren't them, you see exactly what I'm saying, yeah, they, absolutely they were yeah. different nations, so <clears throat> to them they were just prisoners of war, you did your bid, you did your time, you worked that shit off, maybe we'll let you go someday, so it was easier to sell chattel, so when you get some of those captors to play along with the Dutch and with whoever came along with their <clears throat> fleets. And they said, hey, here's the pitch. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, we got some slaves. Here you go. Yeah. And then they yeah. get to a point to where in like 1614, you let those treaties and that agreement dissolve. You don't renew. And you say, you know what, niggas, you get on the boat too. Wait, mm-hmm. that, well, wait, 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 well, wait. That wasn't a part of the deal. Yep. Get on the boat. And there's the fucking Mid-Atlantic slave triangle, the slave trade. Plus, they were doing trading with the East Indian slave company too. Oh, yeah, they were the biggest. All niggas pay people in spices and trinkets. Spices and trinkets. Alcohol, spices, trinkets. Right, so material things, detrimental, alcoholic things. What does that do? You know, when they give these cats new tools and weapons, and then guess what they do? They use it on each other. It's the same thing over and over again. Rinse and repeat, Repeat. my guy.
2: Yeah, no, I'm with you, bro. And that's why... Like, yeah, I'm I'm with you hundred percent. And that's why I'm like, you know, for me, I always say that my brother is the one and I don't matter who you are or what you look like. My brother is the one who walked with me with the same mindset. The tribe. Right? The tribe, you know? Which uh
1: And they find each other. It's like that's funny like thing. You don't really look or search. You just end up around and with and fucking yeah. around with. like you just like I just this is you just look around. You left them to your right, and you're just thankful for, for who and what you and what you're you're just surrounded by. You're like, nah, this is right.
2: Yeah, and again, it's like wavelengths. Like you, going back to what you said earlier, it's, it's wavelengths, and it's just like you gotta be careful again of the uh, the groups or the individuals mm-hmm. who are greedy, because that's where all this shit stems from. Mm-hmm. All this shit stems from greed. It really, it really, and utterly does. And then, and then, from greed, it takes on, it, it evolves and metamorphs into other things. But it's greed because, like, um, if if you were satisfied, right? If not, just and and, it could, and what I mean is, I'm talking about a general satisfaction of being. If you were satisfied in yourself, you wouldn't want anything from anyone else. You wouldn't. So, so all the, the hate, there would be no hate because hate is. Basically, because of of expectation mm-hmm. and desire, but if you didn't, if we didn't have that, I mean, we wouldn't. But we need it. Or not we, what I'm saying, but what we need it in terms of the way that the thinking of of the people in power are. Mm-hmm. They're like we need it because it functions well for us. It functions well for us. It, it functions too well for us because, you know, um, it's not natural. Mm-hmm. It's 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 oddly unnatural. Like, um, what
1: is unnatural to you? Because I feel like the way that we move is the most natural. That's what's unfortunate. I think yeah. people think that humans, that people are inherently good. Uh, I, don't, I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I you know, default. <laughs> our default is bullshit. And yeah. Who that was that, it? That's why we so easily we can get taught cool things and. Raised with teachable moments and lessons, but how quickly do people forget? Because I think that you just like pe- like people fall back into a default. How quickly shit hits the fan when shit hits the fan? You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like when there's chaos and people see chaos, people are like, oh, they're punching and kicking random people. I'm fuck you, no fuck you, and then they start punching.
2: Yeah, them. yeah, that no, crab mentality. I mean, yes. I forgot what it's called. Uh It's
1: primal, it seems. It, well, because you can see chimps doing the same shit. Yeah, you know what? They did an
2: experiment with these chimps, right? It was really interesting. Now, I don't believe that all humanity is inherently good. I, I was it Hobbes that kind of went against Hobbs, Tom, Tom Hobb, Thomas Hobbes.
1: Thomas Hobbes, yeah.
2: He was like, you know, man is just fucked up. I think it was him, or was it? I think it was him because Locke. It was Thomas
1: Hobbes, and it was um, Travanti, <laughs> Waller, yeah. I think he said it too.
2: I that I I I don't honestly uh, I don't believe that uh, humanity is inherently evil. I don't believe humanity is inherently good, Mm -hmm. uh, completely. Now I do believe that people are inherently good. I do believe that. There are also subgroups within that humanity that are inherently bad. Now what I mean by that is there was an experiment and this know, is
1: nobody we know. I know, we're rapping though. Thanks for being so patient yeah. with us, little doggy. Yeah. What's his name?
2: Oh, this is a her now. This is the other one. You said That's this is Yuki. a her now. Yeah, no, this is Yuki.
1: Yuki, Yuki. Right. So, yeah. Yuki.
2: Yeah. Um so I think, again, it's just balance. I think it's balance. Honestly, that's what I think the purpose of life is, is, is a balance, because if it wasn't, then we wouldn't have life. Mm-hmm. Um, that there are... Oh, so, sorry, I uh, went on uh, digressing. But um, there it was an experiment with these, uh, I think, bonobo apes mm-hmm. or something, shit like that. And what happened was that they the apes... And it was a natural observation. It wasn't... They didn't, you know... Uh, it wasn't like a... Uh, uh, what is it called? It wasn't an experiment. It wasn't an experiment that that they did. It was just a natural observation. So what happened was there was this group of apes, this uh, troop of apes, and they uh, they had the alpha males, the beta males, the, the females. And so what happened actually was that the because of the, the, the nature of the the alpha male, the aggressive nature of the alpha male, um, you know, the alpha male always eats first it fucks first it does all that shit right Mm -hmm. it's 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 the uh uh again i just i call it the aggressor it is the aggressor so it gets what it it wants you know uh through physical altercations most of the time right Mm -hmm. um so there was a uh a meat packing company or some shit i forgot what it was but what happened was they they threw some uh tainted meat that had uh tuberculosis no not tuberculosis uh, what the <laughs> fuck was it gosh sorry I'm, I'm my memory's not that great but anyway it was it was a it was tainted meat and, 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 and it had uh some
1: uh they died off Those
2: the alphas, alphas died off. they
1: got to eat first
2: exactly and they died off and when the alphas died off after uh, the, the the researchers continued to research the the bonobo apes and they lived in a peaceful community
1: the decent ones Ascended to the throne.
2: Yeah, and and so they showed and they said uh, or they they observed that all the everybody everybody got food. Mm. You know, uh, the females the female apes weren't uh, anxious as
1: anxious. Oh, they uh, were smashing balls and shit. That no, no. them hoes be <laughs> doing dudes. Dude. Noble ape community right? They that, crunching nuts. No. Bro. <laughs>
2: But yeah, so, so basically, the whole dynamic of the society changed because of that. Mm. So if, so if uh, this, if, if that was a inherent part of of life, this, you know, kill be killed kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, or this um, greed kind of thing, or just come, just just kind of like it, we'll just call it evil. This group wouldn't have shouldn't, shouldn't have been successful. Mm. because it should have just been remove one replaced with another straight up so so yeah I, I just think that there are different types of uh temperaments there are for sure different types of temperaments. you got people who are cool and down and you know uh but then you got people who are just naturally fucking aggressive for whatever reasons i mean that's
1: there's, true man that's really interesting yeah
2: there's a number of reasons yeah. why, you know, I mean, like you can condition a person to become aggressive, mm-hmm. even with a, you know, a, a, a na- the, a, that goes against their natural temperament. You know, uh, but you can also do it the other way. But, uh, you know, it's uh, there's so many factors. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of factors. I mean, you know, like we kind of talking about earlier, there's environmental factors, um, there's social factors. There's a lot of factors that do go into it. Um, but and I have to believe that people do have a natural core temperament mm-hmm. and then that is the thing that is scaffold and built up
1: throughout throughout their lives kind of like um, kangaroos they want to fucking sock everybody yeah I think that that, <laughs> that particular marsupial that animal in particular wants to give every nigga on the planet the hands they, especially yeah. people but they be trying gotta, to I give everything up. <laughs> but they're not eating people, though. They're not eating Yet. nobody. They <laughs> just want to give niggas the hands. They just want to give you the hands. They're built to give niggas the hands. They, like, they got them short hands with the biceps for perfect hooks, and they just throw <laughs> infinite jabs. They always, they fight each other, and then they fight yes all
2: day. All day long. All day so long. Kangaroo Jack is not one to fuck with.
1: And, I mean, that... As rant, leave it to someone like fucking me to make that out of what the fuck you were talking about but it's the same it thing. makes sense Yeah, I absolutely that was does. a brilliant point that you had and I'm like yeah kangaroos i you just said core temperament I'm like I ain't ever met a kangaroo one I have met a kangaroo but I've never seen a kangaroo that was not given a nigga <coughs> a chance. Not yeah. fucking dogs up got the dog in the headlock giving it a noogie in front of its owner socking yeah. the owner disrespectful to us, to them. Super. Just life. I got Super I got I gotta punch you. It's in me to want it's in me to wanna to punch you. And then I got a pouch in the front. I got a front row seat for a nigga named Joey to watch this shit go down and film it and put it on WorldStar. They're built for that shit, dog. Oh man. And then they got yeah. a kickstand for a leg. Like they got a kickstand. Yeah. So they got this perfect balance. They can kick you too.
2: They're moving around. Yeah, no.
1: Slipping punches and yeah. shit. Bro, they're built to box just like a bear <laughs> is built to wrestle. <laughs> it didn't watch wrestling and learn how to wrestle. It was a natural wrestler, and that's what we got wrestling. Ain't that crazy? Isn't that interesting? That is, dude. I'm you telling you. You know what, bro? Listeners, I know Gene ain't got no socials, but I'm going to be a dummy and ask anyway. Hey, man, so what are your socials? <laughs>
2: i just got the, you know just at the thought taxi man that's <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's the name of the website and uh, go there if uh you want to no. not be able to reach me at all and uh never ever look fellas ladies everyone involved just listen to this podcast and i hope that you enjoy it this is gene ladies and gentlemen this is the first of many conversations that we're gonna have man because that shit was easy Damn, that, it was a, it that was easy
2: it was cool dope. brother i appreciate it it was you know a, a wonderful saying? wonderful talk
1: i know you got some bricks to lay so
2: i got a lay bricks. bricks <laughs> gotta you know get my landscaping on you so before the sun goes down
1: yeah because you got about seven minutes left
2: hey i know i'm gonna fastest brick lane you've ever seen <laughs> brother
1: yo like, <laughs> like the amish you remember the amish episode the family guy they kept blowing, oh yeah they kept blowing up structures them niggas' houses and they would immediately yeah that was hilarious <laughs> oh my gosh that's just hilarious bro
2: oh man <laughs> I, had a, I, I had a great time brother thank you for having me
1: hey man hopefully you had a good time brother um, i did remind me of what i was supposed to send you and i will do so and i'll remember it here in a little bit anyways so
2: yeah yeah um I wrote down the uh, you know the book. I haven't I I haven't read that one.
1: That's what it was. I think it the
2: was- Bruce Lipton. Yep. Yeah So uh I'm gonna have to check that out for sure.
1: Okay. And I'm gonna send some more shit your way too.
2: Uh, man, I would love to. I would love to uh, see uh read what you whatever you you send my way, brother.
1: All right, my brother. Thank you so much. All right. And uh stay tuned. <laughs> you too. All right, man. Y'all ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you. Mm, tell it telling. am telling you. Yeah, uh-huh. What a podcast, man. What an episode. One, two, three, yo. I'm telling. I really had a good time. Hopefully y'all did too. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to reach out to me, I'm Monkey D. Trivante. You can find me at Monkey D. Trivante on Twitter, Monkey D. Trivante on Instagram. If you want to send some content, I don't know, inquiries, send it to imepodgmail.com. And everybody have a wonderful Sunday, man, and week. We out.
2: Drove out of town just to see some stars.